What's up, guys? Welcome to Spawncast. I got two other people with me tonight. Uh, it's, Max is actually at Retropalooza with, looks like a lot of other people managed to make it out there, too. So it looks like a good time. But he'll be back with us next weekend, which is neat. Um, and we're, what episode is this, Evan? Yeah, I don't even know. It's going to be 26 or 27, one of those. 26 or 27, somewhere in there. Okay. I know you've been keeping track of it on, on, uh, on uh, what you call it, a SoundCloud and iTunes and everything. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if you had a number. It's- should be 27 i think 27 okay yeah okay that sounds that sounds about right that sounds about right that means we're doing it for about 27 weeks oh, that's about right yeah yeah very good very good yeah uh, so we got we got philip back philip is yeah people already seen it in the chat philip is back what's going on everyone good to see you guys good to be back in existence yet again yeah, yeah. <laughs> philip yeah. is back uh, which is awesome because uh because it's been a while, man. You've been you've been busy with all kinds of stuff, but now you're finally back on the yeah. on the podcast. So. Yes, lots of stuff going on. I know that uploads have been few and far between on my channel, but I do have something coming out very soon. I've been working on it for days now, so that's awesome. hopefully it'll good. be special. Yeah, good, good. That'll be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool to see what you what you come up with on the channel. But I know you've been playing some games while you've been away, right? Oh my god, I've been playing so many games, dude. Oh god, there's been so many games that came out in the past yep. two weeks, at least on the eShop. Um, yep. I've been having so much fun with like Axiom Verge, uh, Golf Story. I mean, have you have you dipped? I know you played Golf Story, right? How do you like that? I like it a lot. I like Golf yeah. Story a lot. Like that's the game I usually will play if I have a little bit of time on the Switch, like between whatever I'm doing. If I sit down, I'm like, I can get a little bit of of uh, Golf Story in before I have to put it back down. And that, that's usually what I do. I'll jump in and do that. Nice. Um, but there, so you're right. So much stuff has come out. Have you have you not played Axiom Verge before? I um, dabbled in it a little bit on the PS4 when it came out, but mm-hmm. I didn't have enough time to really get into it. So now it's out on the Switch, and I'm definitely gonna like complete it. I'm a completionist cool. when it comes cool. to Metroidvania games. So it's it's usually those kind of games are a lot easier to play when they're like portable, like it's a handheld game. Yeah, um, I think that it works a lot better that way. I mean, Axiom Verge works on pretty much it's been out on the computer for a long time and those other systems as well but it's it's very very easy to play on a computer so if you don't have any system and you have like a like a work computer to use for school you could still download and play it but it is it's metroid essentially that's that's what it is um but the cool thing about that game is it was actually made by one guy um over the course of five years which is amazing like stardew valley was made by one person yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, the amount of love and passion that that must take, you know, because like it's hard running a YouTube channel with just one guy, let alone like creating a whole like game, you know, doing that all the whole thing by yourself. Yeah, just, like it's crazy. Did you did you try Stardew Valley? Um, yeah, I've played it a little bit. I played it um a lot more on PC when it came out, and oh, okay. yeah, so I it's a little bit like I don't know older for me, but I still love it. I really love the Switch version. It's cool having it on the go and being able to check in every single day. Like I, that's one of my favorite aspects of that game. Okay, very good, very good. Hey, P calls in the chat right now. Sean, uh, RGT eighty five. What's up, Sean? How you doing, man? I just saw him pop up in the chat. We've been we had some some uh, talking on a uh, Twitter a bit now, so we've been. A lot of stuff's been happening in the week, so I see Sean occasionally pop in on some of those Twitter feeds. <laughs> nice, um, but uh, yeah, so it's dude, so much stuff has been coming out. Like just in general, I still need to get that a hat in time. I still need to try that out. I have not got to that point yet. Um, but everything I, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley, of course, just trying it on the Switch, see how it plays and everything, which it's played pretty well. But Philip, you actually got FIFA, didn't you? Yeah, I've been playing FIFA a lot. 
Um, a lot of FIFA, FIFA, even after my review, usually like, you know, nowadays it's really hard for me to stay consistent with a game because there's so many games coming out. I have to move on to the next one. Yeah, that's our problem. We like when you're doing this kind of stuff, whether it's like gaming stuff on YouTube or whatever, whatever jobs you have that's in the gaming industry. Most people know, man, you got to move on quick. You have this much time with a game and then you're on to the next one. Exactly. It's just, it's just always changing. But FIFA is awesome like i love being able to just pop that in go into kickoff mode and just play a quick game if i want to you know it's really really nice to have that pick up and play experience with a sports game in particular if you just want to have yeah. a quick match so okay okay it's missing i I've, I've covered this a good bit it's missing the uh the friend invite system right that's a huge issue right now yeah i'm i'm really kind of disappointed in ea for at least not incorporating some sort of a lobby system but i understand that that's definitely Nintendo's it's weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a mixture of both. You know, like Nintendo needs to figure out their um their online infrastructure quickly because I have a feeling that it's preventing a lot of third parties from jumping into the Switch. Um, because most games, as we know, have a lot of online, you know, activity going on. You you either have to be connected or you don't have the full experience if you're not connected online, even with Splatoon. So I just think that once that gets squared away, we'll start seeing more online based games maybe even something like the division or something like that to come down along the line yeah 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 uh, it's 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 weird because that i'm telling you that phone app has to really get in people's way mostly the third-party developers because they they look at the system and they go uh we might have to make it work with that phone system and i think right now nintendo has that system closed off completely because uh, it's what splatoon is the only thing that uses it right now yeah it's just exclusive to splatoon it might as well just be a splatoon app but um, at the same time, you know, it's still in beta. Uh, it's not the final thing. So we don't know what the final app is going to look like, what sort of functionality there is going to be. And because it's an app, it's going to be constantly updated. So yeah, they already fixed some of it. You can uh, you can navigate away from the screen now. Um, you can turn your display off and it all still works. Yeah, that's so, a, a lot more convenient. They have made some uh, some really, I guess, some progress with it, but it's still uh on your phone <laughs> which yeah. is the thing a lot of people don't like obviously is that it's not on your switch um but i know i know i know what evan's been playing this whole time you might as well say it evan go ahead mm -hmm. well it's one because i've been i've mostly been playing fortnite because it is yeah. the grindiest of grindy games uh but i started picking up a little bit of the battle chaser stuff because i my buddy gave it to me yeah and I to okay so this is gonna, this is what uh, this is what evan's plan was um he wanted to play uh battle chasers right evan Yep. Something, yeah. I wanted to play Battle Chasers to give people uh, an idea of what it is and how it's going to play because it is coming to the Switch as well. Um, it's already out on the PC and everything, but it's coming to Switch as well. And uh, Evan wanted to play through it and just give everybody an idea of uh, how it plays and what it is because a lot of these games showing up on the Switch are, it's getting like every indie game. It's crazy. Like the Switch is getting so many indie games because I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this. Indie games on the Switch are ridiculous. They are selling so much right now. Um, who, uh, who you call Axiom Verge? He put out. They put out a tweet that said that it's selling the best on the eShop out of everything. Like it's, yeah. It's, so it's, it's the Switch is like the indie machine. It's yeah. It is, and that's a good thing and a bad thing, I think, because you know, for the most part, it's great to see so much indie support coming to the Switch. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are beginning to get a little discouraged by the lack of like you know first party titles showing up. Um, it's always nice to get these indie titles, but we do need to start seeing a lot more bigger, more substantial, I guess, games that people are expecting. Otherwise, I have a feeling that that excitement about the Switch is going to start slowly dwind dwindling away. 
you know? So you're thinking like, uh, you're, you're talking about like the Wolfenstein, like that kind of, uh, yeah, like that kind of echelon of games, not like, not as like Stardew Valley is a good game, but you're talking to like the big budget, the blockbuster that you go to the movies to see kind of thing. You're like a Wolfenstein or like a destiny or something like that. Right. Because the promise of the switch, um, I guess, you know, was that it was a home, it's a home console that you can take with you on the go. Right. And we're seeing a lot of great games that do show that showcase that experience. However, we're also seeing the majority of the games coming out as indie games or games that could be running on a cell phone, essentially. So sure. we do we do want to see more powerful games running on Switch, I think. I, I think it's because I think people really like like the the I think Nintendo fans really like seeing some of these big AAA games go to the Switch and play on a system that shouldn't be playing it, you know, because it's a handheld because uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One and everything already play them, but if you take it with you on the go, that's massively different than what Nintendo was dealing with with the Wii U, where there was no real difference other than it just doesn't play as well. Black Ops 2 barely played on the Wii U. It had so many issues, but like if they put Black Ops 2 on the Switch and it played well enough, people would buy it up like crazy because it's a portable version of it, even though it's the same version we played on the you know 360 or PS3. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, I think that, I'm speaking for myself, but I think I you would agree with me like that games like pick that have pixel graphics or older school looking games. Those games appeal to me um, just because I grew up playing those games. So I, I enjoy those smaller indie titles coming to switch. However, like just from looking at my comments, people in my comments on my videos, when I whenever I talk about indie games, I'll, I can see a big dichotomy. Um, where there are a lot of people that are just disappointed. Oh, great, more mobile games coming to Switch. Oh, great, more like indie-style games coming to Switch. Um, but then there are those other people that are like really excited about games like Golf Story and Stardew Valley. However, you know, there is still that other audience that wants more out of the system. And I think that's fair. Honestly, mm -hmm. I do. Well, you should. You should. Uh, that's the thing. People um, should demand more from the system that they like because if you like the system enough, you should want to see all the games you can on it. So you should be like you know, wanting the next big thing on the Switch rather than... Uh, you should never settle, essentially, is what I'm saying. Um, exactly. When I, when I first got the 360, when it really first came out, I was all about, you know, what's coming out? What's going to happen? What's, what's, what are they going to bring back? What are they going to bring up from the Xbox? When's Halo 3 coming out? You know, I was basically all over the place for it. And, um, and that's what you should be with the Switch. You should be all about, you know, getting games to, to the system. Third party, uh, new games, new IPs, anything, so... Um, absolutely, Evan. Tell me about Night Chasers. Uh, Night Chasers, though. Battle, Battle, Chasers. Battle Chasers. I mean, yeah, sorry, I'm all over place. Battle Chasers. I've only been able to play it a little bit. I was going to stream it tonight, but because I completely oh, okay. forgot it was Saturday. Uh, but it's actually pretty good. It's sort of like a semi-controlled RPG. I mean, the overworld map doesn't let you really go that many places. It's more like a board game. You have to kind of move around and then deal with battles and some slight tile sets. As far as I can tell, it has some pretty cool uh, character interaction. Certain debuffs will trigger other abilities, uh, but Again, I'm pretty much, I think, only at like level two or three. My one buddy has been clearing dungeons; like he's been playing it so much. Okay, okay. It's yeah. um, how much? How much is it on Steam? God, I think it was like, I can't even remember now. Like, I think it was only about. Yeah, thirty. There was thirty. Thirty, 30 yep. bucks. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be forty. I think on the Switch. I think is what I'm thinking. I think yeah, it was. Like I thought that's what I heard. More. Yeah, because people were wondering yeah. why it was going to be ten dollars more. Yeah, I mean it's built on Unity. There's probably some extra development cost that goes to the Switch. But I mean, we see games that uh, don't need that extra cost that go to the Switch. So maybe it's like, maybe I guess just dependent on the situation. How much money does that development team have where they can, you know, eat the cost of that? Maybe some just can't. 
Maybe. Um, so. I mean, it, it's probably be easy to compare considering like you guys are starting to get like games that PCs had forever. So maybe like how much is Oxen free on the uh, the Switch right Ooh, now? That's a good question. I um, think that's fifteen, fourteen ninety nine or something like that. That's cheaper than what it's currently at on PC. Wow, really? What's the, is it? Twenty bucks on 20 PC. Bucks. Wow. Yeah, because um, it was a big deal when I saw Stardew Valley was only fifteen bucks. Yeah, like, I so, was shocked when I saw that. I was like, "Wow, that's they could have they could have got twenty bucks for that on eShop, but they they didn't try to gouge it. I got to give them that." Yes, that's oh, kind of weird. Correction, sorry, it's twenty dollars on the oh, eShop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's not any more expensive, essentially. Right. It's so, it doesn't have that premium pricing. Same same price. That's that's not bad. I'm okay with that. Um, really, it should be the same same price. I like I said, it's just it seems dependent on their situation. But a game like Stardew Valley at fifteen dollars is an absolute absolute steal. Like it's ridiculous. That that is worth more than that for how much time you'll get out of it. Oh yeah, people um, have sunk hundreds of hours into that. I I've sunk at least hundred hours into that game. So and they're dumping a bunch of free DLC into it. It's barely called downloadable content. I guess I guess you just call it just content they release to you because it's not charged. But um, there's the online thing coming too, right? Yes. Early next year, there's going to be yeah, co-op mode. Co-op, yeah. The Switch and the PC, are, I think, are going to get it alongside each other around the same time. That's going to be um, awesome. I have, they keep saying, "We'll see yeah. how it happens." I know a lot of these scheduling things keep getting pushed back for one or the other. It's kind of weird. Yep. There, there seems to be this thing with Nintendo where you have to make sure the game is like just right. And then according to what I saw there and some other people I've talked to, is I've actually started getting replies back from some developers that are working on the Switch right now, which is kind of cool. But it sounds like um, Nintendo is very strict about where things go in the calendar. So, um, which is interesting because Stardew Valley and Axiom Verge released on the same day. Um, but they both sold well, so I, I guess they're kind of different games, though. Really, so I guess it's not a big deal. Like Golf Story and Stardew Valley were spaced out by like a week or so. So it, it probably has more to do with like total prices. Like if they release about sixty bucks worth of great games in a single day, they'll probably be completely fine with that. But try to keep like the AAA titles that are around the fifties or sixties on their own. Is Oxenfree good? I haven't, I haven't even checked that Oxenfree out. Oxenfree is a legitimate game. It's, it's really pretty good. quick, although it has New Game Plus now. I have to go back Ooh. and play it because it sounds like they expanded it since the first time I played it. I picked it up day one. It was an amazing game. Like, If you like that Stranger Things kind of vibe or like those classic <laughs> pseudo-horror type movies, <laughs> yeah. that's the game. Like, It's really good. I do like, I do like, uh, like New Game Plus. That's, that's good. That'll, that'll be cool. Um, I might check that out. There's just the problem is, man, so many games just like I think it was 18 games dropped on the Switch last week or something crazy. So yeah. I was just like scrambling. I was like, my gosh, then I have to worry about, like I said, Hat and Time over here. Cuphead came out, which I can't, I just can't put that game down. It's so much fun. So I'm all over the place. And then, and then the release calendar starts getting kind of, it starts really picking up here, especially with the Switch and then some other systems as well. I know Shadow of War comes out, I believe, Tuesday. Um, and then later on, we get to Fire Emblem Warriors. Then we get Super Mario Odyssey. Then L.A. Noir gets its re-release, and it's it's kind of it's like hard hitting. It's all over the place. So it's um it's going to be very interesting when we get towards the end of the month. Um, Are you planning on playing uh, Shadow of War? I'll probably go buy it. WB didn't send it to me. Oh okay. <laughs> You're gonna force me to play it. I heard it was really good. I, I would like to try it. Um, I, I, I'm not sure why they, they didn't send it to me. They just sent it to a couple people, and we all kind of had something in common. We weren't the nicest to their uh, some of their microtransaction stuff and their donation uh, situations. Uh, <laughs> I guy. see. So I wrote it off for that. I, was like, I mean, they, they were nice enough to, to send out like a Worlds and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a whole different division that worked with Shadow of uh, War. They were, they were, they were pretty um, uh, strict with who got what. I think Max got a copy, though, because I think he's reviewing it. 
Oh, really? I th- nice. I think he was talking about it on Twitter. So we'll see. I'll, I'll check out his and decide uh, how good it is. I guess um, I wanted to play it more on on stream just to try it out and put put it out there a video for people so they can see if it's worth it. I heard it's been getting like nines and like I don't know A's and just really great scores. So yeah. if you're interested in it, I think it's a pretty good game. I mean, I like oh, the yeah. first one. So yeah, no, the first one was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The absolutely. Nemesis system is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they built on that, but they did add those those pesky loot boxes <laughs> that seem to be taking over everything now. Yeah, yeah, it's in every game almost. <laughs> everything yeah. with gear. And <laughs> I, I, it's 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 weird. It's hard to say how I feel about that because there are times where I'm like, this is fine, but then there are times where I look at it and I go, this game was sixty bucks, and there's loot boxes that give people advantages. Yeah, you can spend more money to skip the game. That's the weirdest concept because you spend money to skip parts of the game, right? Um, it's weird. And then people make some really fun comparisons where they say, uh, remember when loot boxes, well, not loot boxes, I guess, but like parts of skipping the game were just cheat codes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You'd you'd enter the debug menu in Sonic or or stuff like that, you know, level, level skip and level select and everything. It's Uh, like, I guess in uh, destiny too, right? Like you can get up to like level 20 now and just go buy your legendary armor that you need. Right. So, Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess it's I guess it's a point now where you just put some money in and you get a loot box and then cross your fingers and hope. It seemed like <laughs> in Shadow of War, though, you get like orcs and stuff with those loot boxes. That's how you get them. Um, so you can I either see. spend the money and not leave the tower to go fight, you know, orcs and find them, or you know, and you, or you actually do that. So uh, it's it's odd. Oh, and then Sonic Forces November seventh. Thank you for reminding me on that one. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that how that plays. Because I'm so in the middle ground with Sonic Forces. Like, I mean, I I did play it at E3, but like not the full. I don't oh, know, you like, did? Yeah, I did. I played it or not? Was it at E3? Yeah, it was at E3 um, this past year. But um, I didn't get to play the whole demo. I kind of got like chased away after only five minutes. Um, so I don't know. Like, I mean, my impressions weren't enough. I think for me to actually have a solid opinion about the game yet. But just, you know, from what I've seen of trailers and stuff, it looks interesting. I like the whole character customization aspect of it, but I don't know. I'm so worried about that game. You know what I did? You know what I did? Uh, I did play some Mario Odyssey, though. I did. That's I got right. a chance to play it. Yeah. I heard you played on Walmart, right? I did. I went to Walmart and, and, and waited behind some people, like, in line to play it because it, it was a new... It was definitely new when I first saw it. Like, I, I wasn't there a day before, and then it shows up the next day. So people were... People were like uh, hanging out around it, and then there was a Walmart employee who was reading from a packet or a pamphlet to tell everybody what it was, kind of as they walked up to it. So you played with the grip, right? Uh, I played with the um, the two Joy Cons were in the grip. Yes, that's how I put it. They also had basically you could pick one. You could either do that or you could do the split Joy Cons. Right. Um, yeah. And I just did the grip because apparently the split Joy Cons you can easily, I guess, uh, like make the hat rotate and stuff when you throw it. Yeah. When I played it. Um... I was playing with split Joy-Con and then you could use your right hand to just kind of like spin around, I guess. And then that'll make the hat go and hit enemies. You can kind of guide the hat with the way in in which way you throw the Joy-Con, which is a lot of fun. So it works really well. What's up, Sean? How you doing? Yo, oh, we got him. <laughs> yeah, Sean's in. <laughs> I saw him in the That's chat and I was like, I wonder if I wonder if Sean wants to jump in. Yeah, I don't do anything. I just hang out. <laughs> I saw him typing up a bunch in the chat, and I was like, oh, let's see if Sean wants to jump in here. How's course, it going, Sean? Good, good. Um, just uh, finishing editing something, and then I have to stockpile videos because I'm going out of town for like a week, and I don't want to not Ooh. have anything. So 
Cool. Where are you going? Anywhere fun? Uh, I'm doing a uh, family slash con thing all in one. Um, my family, most of my family lives in Connecticut and Retro World Expo is in Connecticut um, next weekend. And so I'm going up on Thursday and then Saturday I'm going to do the con and then spend the rest of the time with my family and then come home middle of uh, the week after that. So going to be a busy week, but it'll, it'll be good. That'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah, I saw there was like a retro convention down in Texas. I think was it. Yeah, Retro Palooza. That's pretty much where like all the my people that I talk to every day are at. But I couldn't because I still have a day job, so I couldn't be like, "Hey, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna be here for like two and a half weeks." Sorry. So I, I they they're running three of those now. That's put on by um, Jay from the Game Chasers. Um, oh, oh, that so whole thing, that whole convention is done by him. Yeah, it's his wow. it's his convention. Um, so uh, I know next year they're doing three in Texas. So I'm definitely going to go to at least one of them next year for sure. They got to they got to come out further east, man. Yeah, like they they they've been doing so well in Texas. I think they should try and I guess because they all live there, you know. Um, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier for them. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool though. Yeah, I, I really only go to too many games. I don't I don't really go to any other conventions. I'm gonna try to fix that, man. <laughs> Yeah, I need to start getting out to more. Yeah, they're I fun. Like, I feel like retro conventions are just getting bigger and bigger every year. Yeah. Now they're getting more and more popular, which is awesome to see that resurgence coming yeah, back. Too many games used to be like super small, and now it's like actually large. So um, I, I, I need to start going to more. Maybe like I was I was on the fence about New York Comic Con, but maybe I'll go to what's, what's PAX East, Evan? Is that the we next one? We definitely have to hit PAX East. We definitely have plans for that. I hear, yeah, um, Jason from Nintendo Enthusiasts go, uh, usually goes to PAX East, oh, cool. and he, he says it's great. Like, you get, it's it's sort of like E3 without, you know, the stuffiness and without a lot of the, the bogus, you know, you know, pseudo PR and all that crap. It's very, it's very down to earth, very chill atmosphere and good parties and stuff, and you can really, you know, talk to developers and whatnot. They're not being flooded all the time so oh, yeah. Good. yeah e3 is probably like flood all the time with people <laughs> I've, ne I've never been like I, I could always go with the site but like i just to me i have no interest in it just because like i feel like i get a better experience of e3 literally just sitting home like watching everything like yeah i hear that i hear that a lot yeah. you do. don't true. get to play it but you're not standing in line for like three hours and like all these crowds and stuff i'd be shanking people like get out of my way <laughs> i always Please. said if i want to do if i want to do e3 i want to be like uh, I guess what's the not the regular access, but like I guess the access above the that. The VIP, yeah. 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 So you're not like on the floor with everybody else. The, I think the problem was they opened it up to fans. While it was good for fans, it seemed to like Philip even said it congested everything. Oh yeah, yeah sure it, it just it felt like a crazy concert or like warp tour or something <laughs> like that. You know, just tons of people, everyone's sweaty, everyone stinks. I'm just <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's that's kind of how it is when everybody gets jammed into like uh, like a like not a small room, but you know when you have that many people in there, it's, it gets hot. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Would you you play anything good this week, Sean? Um. What did I? I've been playing uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Actually. Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying that. It's such a such a unique game, and considering it came out on the Saturn, like it's so unlike you know any other Saturn RPG. I think I think it would have you know it would if it was a if it was wasn't made by Sega. I think it still would have been great if it came out on the PS One. But I think just the fact that it came out on the Saturn, it just makes it like so interesting and so unique. So I've been playing a lot of that. I'm still playing a lot of um, 
NBA 2K18. I'm I'm very addicted to that on my Switch, and um, nothing nothing really, nothing else really. Just just you know, little things here and there. Um, Fortnite. I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite. Um, just the um, <laughs> ask Evan the, about that one. <laughs> just the multiplayer stuff on the Xbox. Yeah, try not to go single player. It basically, if you know uh, gaming psychology and how like they these studios try to get you to keep playing their game. Every single possible hamster wheel of loot and progression, it's all in one place. It is super addicting. You will forget what time it is, and oh, I've been <laughs> losing so many days. <laughs> You're losing days because you're addicted to like the um I guess the the, the just the circle of getting loot. It, over it's and always over again. like, oh, I need to get these people, I need to get this type of XP to up my schematics, I need to go get these mats to build the weapon that I just leveled, I need to get mm. this hero, and it's just nonstop. It's just constant, huh? Wow, that's um, <laughs> I mean that, that that's what they want you to do because you can 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 you buy like loot boxes yep. on it? Yep. Yeah, that's why they want you to do. That's why. <laughs> that's that's understandable. So I, I pay with real money. Yeah. Like <laughs> um. Hey, I should ask this, Phil. Phil, did you get a Super Nintendo Classic? I did not. Really? No, I do not have an SNES Classic. Unfortunately, I missed. <clears throat> excuse me. I missed out on the pre-orders completely. Um, so unfortunately I wasn't able to get one cause they went live at a weird time. Right. Well, did, you, did you just try to go into a store and get one? Um, I did. Um, I called the night before I called GameStop. I called Best Buy and everyone was like, you're insane. You should have been here this morning. Um, the day before it came uh, you know, to wait in line or whatever. Cause here in San Diego, a lot of people were basically just like camping out in front of storefronts and stuff. Wow, so there was really yeah. no chance for me. I went to the you guys didn't of, have like a target there. Did you? Um, well, there's a target close by that it's all sold out. Why? Uh, I went to my target and they, they had, they had got like 110 of them. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I walked in and they had like 30 of them in a cart and they literally just walked up and they were like, do you want this? So just took it and <laughs> went to the register. Oh man, you lucked out. My yeah, area so was I got, like I got it pretty, out. pretty easily. It was not even difficult. Like I just walked up. I was honestly shocked. Like they, they sold through the line and they still had like 30 left. Wow. Um, Have you heard about what's been going on with Amazon and their pre-orders for the SNES Classic? Oh, this is bad. This is weird. This is so strange because I know I saw uh, Rob on Twitter get one um, because a pop-up uh, a pop-up truck showed up. One of those Amazon mystery trucks. Yeah. Uh, it's very odd that these pop-up trucks have super nintendo classics but then they don't heavy heavily delay the people who actually pre-order <laughs> yeah there are people out there who still haven't gotten their pre-orders yet yeah and it's crazy that they're selling them out of the back of a moving truck <laughs> <laughs> but they they delayed people who had already given them the money and pre-ordered it and then they sell them to random people on the street <laughs> it's yeah. so weird I, I i don't i don't know why that's the case um but sean have you been playing yours more yeah i've been i've been enjoying it um just you know i have a lot of the games already on cartridge but you know it's nice to play them all on one little nice device and the controllers feel good yeah it's, it's a cool little system i enjoy it yeah, the controllers are really good like i was yeah. shocked when i opened it up i was like wow this is as close to a like an actual super nintendo controller as you can get yeah for sure yeah the plastic feels a little off but the actual button press feels well, there's probably so, no there's no there's so no lead, there's no lead in it anymore so well, yeah. it's, it's not the 90s <laughs> but you gotta get that smooth lead finish <laughs> <laughs> if i want lead items i go to harbor freight <laughs> um that's uh oh man i saw that people are already modding the super nintendo classic um zero point in modding this because it's the same as the nintendo classic so if you've already modded your nintendo classic i i, I don't really you can even use the same controllers 
with it on the Super Nintendo Classic controllers work with the Nintendo Classic. Um, so I don't really, I, yeah, I guess pick one or the other to mod. I don't really know why you mod both. Um, I guess maybe like the way this one looks, but the boards actually fit. They're the same exact boards. They fit in each uh, casing. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. think I'm going to mod mine because I have my NES Classic modded. So yeah. what's the point? Honestly, the collection of games on there is already really good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was, I was honestly surprised. I mean, they're missing Chrono Trigger, and that's a big, um, big hole, obviously. But they have some good stuff on there, um, very good stuff on there. So, I was, I was how do you, happy. how do you guys feel about Star Fox Two? Do you feel like it, it was a smart idea for Nintendo to put that out finally? Yeah, yeah, because it, it was an easy way to sell the Super Nintendo Classic more than they already would. I think it was going to sell anyway, but then it has a game that's never come out. Which, which by the way, uh, according to a lot of people, it's like the, what, what was it like? I, did you see this on Twitter, Sean? It was like the 18th or 19th Nintendo first-party game or something that reached a million copies sold. For the, yeah, for the Super, for the Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yeah, I thought that was really <laughs> funny because <laughs> they actually updated sales chart numbers for a Super Nintendo game. That's <laughs> awesome. Charts. Just hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Um, did it age well? Not really. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good. It's still a fun game. It's a cool piece of history. Uh, but I understand. I do understand why some places that maybe i guess compared it like ign didn't give it the best score what was another place that didn't give it a great score there was one that gave it a really bad score like i i think ign was more fair that was in like the seven or seven and a half but there was a there was a place that oh, gave it like I, IGN gave, gave it a five yeah oh really oh okay it was yeah, never given five. five yeah okay um maybe it's destructive that gave it a seven yeah um so there are there are places that obviously maybe the people reviewing it never really played a super nintendo or didn't really know what to compare it to so. I think it's just a cool piece of history that we all finally got a chance to experience. You know, if you got an S- SNES Classic, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to experience it, but you guys did. So yeah, Sean got his sent for free. So there you go. That's true. How's that feel, Philip? <laughs> Feels great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, you know what's really funny, Philip? If you had, if I had uh, uh, managed to send you a message, they had no problem selling multiples of that thing to people at Target. Oh, really? Were they selling more than one? The guy in front of me was buying two, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's fine. I'll get it eventually. I know uh, that... They are restocking. Yeah, they're going to restock it, so... Yeah, they've already said that they are uh, working to restock it. I think they're actually making money on this one. That's I think that's mostly why. Um, as opposed to the NES Classic, I don't think they made much of anything on it. Um. So there's that. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about it? Some some interesting pieces of news that happened. Absolutely. Throughout the week? Yes. Um, why I show up? Yeah, that's why I show up. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So we talked about FIFA a little bit, um, Sean, before you before you came on. You you also said that NBA, since I know you uh, got NBA as well, because um, you bought it from the Japanese eShop, didn't you? You wanted to get it like early. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is no way to invite a friend in that one either, right? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so there's no way to invite friends from that or FIFA at this point. The developer, um, though, for that has been a little more clear that they're trying as opposed to just being like pie in the sky. Hopefully it happens. Well, yeah. it's hilarious. EA just pretends like like you're a gamer asked them a question about that and they just pretend like they weren't asked a question. Like they just they talk <laughs> about something else with FIFA at all, like nothing about the problem. I think their response was if you want to play with friends, uh, just get in the same room with them. Yeah, just get some. Have some friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, it's odd, though, because it seems like it's... I mean, is it just me? Is it just sports games that are doing that? Because I feel like Xenoverse 2, you can invite friends. Yeah, you can. Because I know OJ was 
was tweeting at EA. He's like, I can do it in this. Why can't I do it in this? <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a little odd that um, it's just the sports games. I don't really know why that is. It's, I don't know if it's um, something that Nintendo is working with them on, or it's just, uh, it's just, just an issue they're having. I don't know. It's very weird though. Um, I, I don't know if a patch is going to solve it or if they're waiting for Nintendo. I, I almost thought they were waiting for Nintendo to release their, like their updated online system. Because we keep hearing about this happening, but it's it's gonna be it, like the games might not even be relevant by the time this online service comes out next year, right? Um, so so who knows at that point? But it's um it's very interesting. Uh, I, I mean, do, do you do you feel like that hurts the game real bad, Sean, with the NBA? I wouldn't say real bad. It it, it does kind of suck because I want to play with like some of the people I talk to on Twitter and my viewers and stuff. Um, but I mean. You know, the online itself, besides that, works very well, which is actually kind of surprising to me. Like, I've had, I've played over, you know, 40 or 50 games, and, like, I don't have issues with lag or anything. There, There is one big issue that is across the board on actually all platforms, is what they did was, um, so in previous NBA 2K games, um, when you when you match up with someone, um, you know, you pick your team or whatever, and you could see what the your other person is going to pick. So, like, if you're using, like, a low, you know, tier scrub team and, like, this guy uses, like, a high tier team, you could just back out, no big deal. But in this, if you back out when the person is selecting their team, because you select your team before you get into the online match, if you back out at when you get matched up with someone, it counts as a loss. Not a huge deal. I'll go up against pretty much any team. But the problem is, is that they allow you to pick from all-time teams. So, like, someone could pick, like, the all-time Bulls team or the all-time Lakers team. And it's, like, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, and, like, James Worthy. And you're like, I'm playing with the Charlotte Hornets. Why, why do I have to go <laughs> up against this? Like, and, and there's no way if you back out, you, you get a loss. So, I mean, that's a huge pain in the ass. And that's, that really... before, that's before the match even starts. Yes. And, there, and there's nothing you could do. If, if The only way you could get out is to turn off your system, and if you do that, you get a loss. That's and it's true. like, that, that's not fair. Like, I'm, I don't want to play against a super team. That's weird that they didn't bracket it because, like, exactly. normally in competitive games, when there's someone that's Imba and someone that's not, like, there will be like a casual bracket, and then there'll be like the serious bracket where you can only pick these. That's really awkward. Yeah, it it, it, it sucks. Like, you know, thankfully, you know, not to talk bad about Switch owners, but there's there's a lot of people that suck at NBA 2K18 on the Switch. So, like, that's great for me. But it's like if you get someone who knows what they're, you know, semi doing and they pick one of those teams, like, you're just you're screwed. That's a loss. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can do about it. That's interesting. I, it seems like, I mean, what's the next game? Oh, that's the other thing. I wonder if WWE's out soon, right? That's like the 21st or something. 17th, 21st? 17th, I think. 17th. There you go. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I wonder if that, because that's 2K as well. I wonder if that'll have the same issue. Well, that um, the Switch version isn't coming out on the seventeenth. There's um, it's it, yeah, that's what I was thinking. People are Fall. picking up. Did people are picking up like um, promotional material in GameStops and stuff, and it says the date on it for seventeenth with the Switch version, the, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I believe it. It's it's been delayed because two um, K themselves like a couple days ago said um, somebody asked if it was coming out on the seventeenth, and they said no, it's coming out in the fall. So like, yeah, I mean, it, it will be delayed some. Is that a big deal to me personally? I mean, not really, because 
you know, I'll I'll just wait a month to buy it or whatever. Am I, am I thinking wrong? Was was NBA originally also moved to fall, and then they ended up releasing it digitally on the same day? But the cart version is not out for a month. Am I right. thinking right, or was that never actually delayed on in their part? I actually don't think it was ever delayed. Okay. I think it was just the the cart uh, version is it's still not out yet. Actually, so. no, yeah, yeah, it's um, I guess it's out in a few weeks. Yeah, uh, but at this point, everyone's already bought it, right? I mean, you have to download it anyway if you get the the cart version. True. Um, so I, I guess, uh, which is interesting. Uh, you know, I think as far as the whole online and friends system goes, like, I think for the most part, Nintendo and these companies, these third parties, they get a pass this time around for a lot of people, I think, just because of the whole awe factor of having these awesome games on a portable console. But if we don't see the whole, you know, friend system coming into play for the sequels for the next year, then I think that a lot of people have, you know are going to be pissed about it in all honesty. I mean, I would be really upset if the whole, if Nintendo figured out their online infrastructure and then all of a sudden, like there still isn't support for these sports titles for whatever reason, you know? Well, I mean, and plus you'll be paying for Nintendo's new service. So yeah, that's unacceptable. If you're paying for something and you still can't get like basic ass features. No, no, even if if it's 20 bucks, the fact you have to hand over money for it is, is off putting, obviously. Right. So, I mean, they can give you a game every month, but you're still like, I, I can't play with my friends, though. So, right. Um, which is, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, Andrew House step down. Did you guys see that? Where he stepped down from Sony, uh, effective immediately, and he's, chair, he's a chairman now, and then he'll leave at the end of the year. It's kind it's, of a surprise, uh, huh? Yeah, I didn't. I really didn't see that one coming because he's doing really well with the PS4, obviously, because he was there. He was the one on stage that was, uh, you know, telling everybody the price and like laughing at Microsoft along with some of his, I guess, uh, I guess executives. And he was the one who really took the PS4 and ran with it because the PS3 didn't do nearly as well as Sony wanted it to. It was actually I was still considered a failure because how much it cost them to make it. Um, but they, they do that. He does really well for the past four years. And now all of a sudden he wants to step down, which is odd. I really don't know why that's the case. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone has a, a theory on that one, but I mean, uh, scared of the switch, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, what's very interesting though. He's the one that, that said that he's not really interested along with Sony in, in, uh, any kind of portable system. And now he's gone. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I've heard a lot of the rumors that maybe he's going over to a, you know, a competitor, maybe he's oh, going to go join yeah. uh, Nintendo or Microsoft. But in all honesty, I mean, how, how long was he with uh, PlayStation? 20 years? Uh, since the PS1, he helped launch that with some other people in the background. Right. So, I mean, the man, you know, built an empire with Sony, and I really just can't imagine him, like, just totally defecting to the other side. I think yeah. that it makes a lot more sense that he would go out on top because that's really when you want to leave a company is when you've done the best. You know, There's you don't want good- to... Yeah. You don't want to leave a company when it, you know, you're the responsible for bringing it down. You want to leave a company, and when you're responsible for making it the best that it possibly can, because from here on out, Andrew House is going to be remembered as the guy who, you know, did really well with Sony. Like they he made the PS4 what it is or whatever. Right. So, congratulations yeah. to him. There's a good chance that he just saved up a ton of money and he's basically ready for early retirement, more than likely. I, that's um, what I would do, honestly. With, with, <laughs> that, with, how, with how demanding, I'm sure that job's not easy. I have to imagine it's very yeah. difficult. Um, you know, you probably lose a lot of years off the end of your life from all the stress and everything. So he's probably like, you know what? Because he, he doesn't look like he's a young guy. He looks like he's kind of older, probably in his mid 50s, maybe. That's when we find you out know? he's been in his early 30s. And we're just like, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
Now he, the industry has aged me. He's probably he's probably in his mid to late fifties, and he's probably like, uh, I got enough money, I can retire now and spend the rest of the time with family and everything. More than likely, that's what's actually happening. Um, and then they replace him with uh, I just had his name up, John Rodera, I think his name up but he it's interesting because he was the one who um helped form the playstation network and he's very into the online services so we might see some maybe some service-based software showing up um maybe he actually builds something similar to what microsoft has with their games pass where it's not streamed it's just straight up downloaded um so he may look into something like that where you get ten dollars a month and you get you know so many games downloaded directly to it i know they, they have playstation now right now but that's all streamed and I've tried it. It's not very good. Um, so that might be the way they go. It's just interesting that um, they lose somebody who's okay. Andrew house is 52. So that again, if you are in the position he's in, which is you had a good run with a company, I'm sure his job was making him good money. Um, he's probably ready to pack it in and, and move on and go, go fish every day or something. Um, but or just go be, play his PlayStation finally now that he has yeah, time. Yeah, right. He can actually play. He's like, maybe I'll actually try this thing out. He's like looking at a PS2. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's uh, it could be it could be good. I would probably do the same thing to be honest. If I got to that point where I'm sure he has millions of dollars to be let's be realistic here. Um, I'd probably get to that point too and be like, yeah, I'll I'll just go I'll go right off into the sunset with with all this money and hang out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Just. Finish it off on a good note, I guess. Yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I would do. Um, oh, I should ask you this, Sean, before we start. Did you um, did you end up getting a Stardew Valley? Uh, no, I haven't yet, but I know like everyone, everyone has it. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if you had played it before or not. I actually haven't. Wow, really interesting. Okay, okay, it's it's a good game. It is if you if you enjoy kind of the Harvest Moon stuff, it's fun. Um, I have I, a very, I, like I have a very long. Yeah, I do enjoy that, and I have a very long train ride coming up. When oh, I go okay. to Connecticut, so I'll probably snag it before I go. It's 15 bucks. It's a good deal. It's yeah, good it's deal. not bad. <laughs> it's a very good deal. Um, okay, so I have two fighting game fans on here. Wait, is Philip, are you, are you big into fighting games? I can't remember. Not too big into them, but I like them. All right, them. good. All right, cool. Um, I'm sure, Sean, you saw this news because the press release went out to everyone. Street Fighter V is finally leaving its beta or early access phase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Arcade Edition is releasing in January. Free update to everyone who already has the game. And, of course, it is a paid $39.99 uh, retail version for PC and PS4 users. Of course, this will add arcade mode, all the previous DLC with characters and everything. Um, so this is very interesting. Uh, a lot of people talked about how they said they would never release another version, although this is free to current people, so it technically won't wall anyone off from playing against each other. But I, Evan had an interesting opinion about this the other day when he was telling me. Um, and then I'm sure, Sean, you have your own opinion on it too. Mm, I do. Most because you're both fighting game people. So, Sean, why don't you, why don't you kick us off here? Because I'm sure you want to say something about this. I mean, it, it, at this point, it's like, Why? You know why? Like, I don't think that game hasn't sold well. No, it hasn't, and I don't think this is going to be the catalyst to make it sell well. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, for whatever reason, that game just did did not do all that. Well, I mean, obviously there were certain reasons, but like you've already burned a majority of people who wanted you know basic things that should be in a fighting game, and like this isn't going to make it all of a sudden magically better in my opinion it's just it's something that should have been done in the first place like you know not eons later like i, I don't know it just seems very silly to me to be 
you know, wasting time and effort doing this now. I, you know, some people say better late than never. I guess to some people that's true. But for me, it's just like, no, this is you should have done. You had your chance. It took you how long to do this. And, you know, it, it's still it's not going to help. I don't I don't think it's going to necessarily. No, you don't like think it'll you don't think it'll light a fire underneath the sails or anything. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> did you did you play Street Fighter Five when it came out? I assume I did. you did because you're a Street Fighter person. Yeah, I played it. I never bought it. I just played it over at a friend's house, and I remember being like, "Why is basic stuff missing?" And he was like, "I I don't really know, man." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And did you ask him how much the game was when you got when you got? Oh, it? I know. I knew how much he paid, and I was <laughs> like, oh, "Yeah, not me." <laughs> oh no, uh, Evan. Why don't you tell me about your your thoughts here as another f- person who you played a lot of you played a lot of Street Fighter. Well, I, I played a lot of Street Fighter 4, yeah, back when I even played Street Fighter back in, and despite everyone hating that, I actually really liked that game. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, Street Fighter 5, I mean, th- we talked about it a little bit, you and me, when we were painting that wall behind you. It was just the most ridiculous release ever to come out with, like, nothing, like we were saying anyway. Um, it, I don't know. At this point in time with fighting games, I don't understand why Capcom decided to put all this hyper-focus on this title as well as even putting slight focus on Marvel versus Capcom while not even really funding it that well, and then still shunning all the other titles that you and me wish at all they would put out. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's so weird to see them kind of collapsing like this, but it's going to be great for, I guess, other companies to kind of take over that spot of number one in the fighting game scene and everything. Yeah, it's it, but you bought Street Fighter 4 on your PC and it didn't work, right? No, Street Fighter 5, yeah. I, I five, bought it. Five, I'm sorry, yeah, 5, it was 5, yeah. Yeah, it went, it went on sale once and I was like, let me check this thing out. And I think I, retur- I got the refund for it put in within like two hours because it wouldn't let me play past the second round in any fight. It would just keep crashing. Yeah, they, you said you had to refund it right away because it just wouldn't yeah. work, which is interesting. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't the best uh, uh, game compatibility-wise with computers based on how some of the other Capcom stuff went, but... Um, that's interesting. It didn't even work. So I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really seeing. I just don't see it doing super well. I think it's going to come out and it'll just kind of sit on shelves, and people already have it will down for free and be like, "Oh, good, I got the game I wanted a year and a half ago." Yeah, I definitely <laughs> don't think it's going to spike. I don't think there's going to be enough people who are like, "Oh, finally, now we can all hop back on this boat." There's going to be so many people going, oh, "I'll wait for this one coming up down the line from another company." Because at this point, Capcom's just perpetually showing the, the us they really is- don't care. The real problem is they actually have some minor competition now with Dragon Ball Fighters that everybody's making a really big deal about right now. Um, so it's they, they actually have somebody who you know a game. What was that, Sean? It's gonna get lost in the shuffle. There's so many. There's so many damn games. Even if you are like a diehard Street Fighter fan and you have been waiting for this, there's so much other stuff coming out this holiday. It's just like, is that really gonna be a priority for anyone? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. Absolutely. And they took an extra risk with how they're releasing characters. I mean, you've noticed that none of the characters seem really as as truly unique as the people on the massive roster from even four. Right. So, like, I haven't even... Every time I look at the roster list and I think, do I want to buy this game? I always look at the characters and go, which character do I want to master? Which character do I really want to play? There's no one on that list at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's no Gens or Gokens that I'm really interested in at this point. And it's just this small list of people who kind of have hybrid abilities similar to old characters. And then the old characters are also in it. So it feels a little like the latest mortal Kombat, where they just have like their kids with their abilities. Right. Mm. So while we're on the topic of Capcom, we might as well stick with them for a second. Uh, you guys saw Marvel vs. Capcom infinite has not done well, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, pitiful sales. Pretty much. It fell off the sales chart after the first week. Second week. It's not even there. 
um, problems all over the place. Well, there was an interesting video I watched uh, from did you did you did you guys see this from Liam Robertson? I haven't seen it yet, but I know a lot of people are saying that it was really well done. Which very interesting video. Does. Very interesting video. So he did some investigative work, talked to some Capcom employees, and uncovered some uh, rather troubling news, I guess, for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite um, to make it seem like it's a game that had such a cut-down budget that it's insane that it even came out and that it's like a not even a finished game. Um, all right, so he, basically he went down the list uh, pointing out some different things, uh, like the finisher animations, you know, where they have like their big move um, cut down drastically from Marvel vs. Capcom 3 in terms of production value. And then uh, Liam talked about how the actual budget of the game uh, for for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is half of Street Fighter V's, wait for it, Street Fighter V's DLC. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they also went on to say that apparently most of the DLC characters you're seeing, including people like Black Panther and Monster Hunter, um, the Monster Hunter character, uh, were finished and were originally supposed to go into the game, but they cut it out to their then resell for DLC. So it came out with, I, I, I'm pretty confident looking at it, it was the smallest roster, I think, for Marvel vs. Capcom, if I'm thinking right. Um, I think it was like 20 characters, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, and then, that was terrible. Yeah. I remember looking at that roster, and I was like, well, what is this? Where, yeah. where is everyone? How many were in Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Wasn't it like 60 characters, 60-something characters? Yes! Or, yes. They've always had so many, yeah. Yeah, um, so half... Yeah, so half the budget of the DLC for Street Fighter V went into Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Um, and apparently there were crunch times where they had to get most of it done in like a short period of time. All this stuff was going wrong in the background. Um, very interesting video, though. I would definitely check it out, Sean, when you get a chance. It was pretty cool to see. I will. Um, Are there like balancing issues with the online as well? Like you can turn on auto combos and just go online or something like that? Yeah, apparently at its core, the gameplay itself, like the fighting game mechanics are apparently good from what other people who are really into fighting games have said. But there's so much stuff like around it that's damaging the game. Yeah, the hyper focus on casual play. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be a problem because apparently the core the core gameplay is good. But then you throw in everything else and it kind of turns into junk. Um, so it's, that's not good. Yeah. People are saying, see, I don't, I don't know. People are like, Oh, one of the big companies should buy Capcom. And I don't know how, I don't know how well that would go over in the first place because then you would keep all of their games on one system kind of thing. Um, I don't know how good that'd be. Uh, Capcom. So Capcom's just fine with porting stuff all day. So, so um, it's actually kind of funny because that means that Pokin. Uh, Pokemon tournament or Pokemon battle or whatever um, uh, outsold the the brand new game and Pokemon's a, a port of an old game. <laughs> so it just like uh, Capcom got beat down by a port. Which yeah. Is hilarious. Yes, uh, I have heard about the Bandai Namco situation. That's actually coming up next. I was about to say, at, le yeah. at least Capcom isn't telling you to port bag though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is, this is hilarious. We might as well do this because this is going to be really funny. So Bandai Namco, uh, they've done some things in the past with uh, hoping to get free promotion, essentially. They did it with Dragon Ball Fighters. It was the first time we had seen them do it, so a lot of people were like, oh, this is really cool. Let's get this game over to the Switch by retweeting it, by liking it, by going all over social media. And then all we heard was, <laughs> all we heard was, they heard you. And then it's been radio silence since then for a Switch version. Okay, so maybe they're doing that. And then they want us to do another... There was another game. Oh man, it just came out. Just, Project Cars too. Well, it's the, that's the third one. There was another oh. one after that, and I'm trying to think of what it was called. 
um, which game it was. There's another game they asked us to do this exact same thing. Switch fans, go out and retweet and and let let your voice be heard. Essentially, you know, run out into the pasture and start yelling about how you want this game because it'll bring awareness to our game. <laughs> uh, and then this is hilarious. Um, oh, Sword Art Online. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is hilarious. Uh, they the Project Cars two. Uh, a director, developer, head of the development or whatever shows up on, it was definitely an interview, right? Or was it a live stream interview? Um, either way, he basically says, oh, let, you know, go on our website, go on social media and tell them that you want Project Cars 2 on the Switch, which is really funny because I'm sure Sean is going to bring this point up um, because you actually did an interview with them about Project Cars 1, right? On the Wii U. Yes, I did. Um, notice that I said Wii U, despite there not being Project Cars on the Wii U. Oh, but they, Andy Tudor <laughs> assured me, I still remember his name, Andy Tudor assured me that the game looked great. Every, I asked him, I said, can I have some Wii U-specific you know, gameplay, a screenshot, anything, because this is the first time you guys have actually spoken about the Wii U version of the game, which it was the first time they had. And he was like, well, you know, I don't really have anything to show you, but everything that you've been seeing is definitely indicative of what you will see on the Wii U. And, you know, the game looks great. We just put in uh, the rain effects and stuff. It looks great. And then you never heard anything else. And then all of a sudden, oh, we can't get the game to run on the system. Oh, darn. We're gonna have it to was it was delayed twice, I think, and then it was just outright canceled. Yeah, because they couldn't get it running right. And I'm like, but but wait, you told me it was running great. So like what happened between then and now? Like I honestly I honestly feel like that game never existed on the Wii U. Um <laughs> I, I honestly because it, you never saw a single piece of wii u footage and like that is just like why if you have the game even if even if it's just a screenshot and say the game runs like shit okay that's fine if you have a screenshot of it show the screenshot give some people something to be excited about and they never did that so i don't know that game i mean and you know project cars was was a decent game but like them just this this whole port begging thing actually the video i just edited that i was finishing before i came on here was about port begging because like <laughs> Essentially, like if it's like an indie company, I sort of get it because you don't have money to do, you know, research and development to see, you know, what type of users are playing Switch games, what sort of games they're buying. I mean, you could look at sales figures or whatever, but like you don't, you have a minuscule budget, shoestring budget. So if you make a tweet and you say, hey, you know, if you're interested in this game coming to the system, like, you know, let us know, like that's fine. You know, you're a small company, but even they aren't even doing that because they see all these other indie developers, you know, uh, Wonder Boy, uh, Ocean. Horn, uh, SteamWorld Dig 2, Axiom Verge, they're all selling really well. So if you put a high quality indie game on the system, it'll sell. And that's why all these indie companies are coming over now. And it's like these third party companies, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, I didn't have to port big for NBA 2K18, WWE 2K18, Doom, uh, Skyrim, Wolfenstein, uh, LA Noir. Like these are big companies, American companies that are bringing the games. You're a freaking Japanese company, Bandai Namco. <laughs> you know the Switch is doing well. You see those damn lines of people with the raffle ticket trying to purchase the system just to give Nintendo money. Like, you're going to ask? Get out. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that people are waiting in line for the Switch? I guess I guess we'll have to see if the fans want it then. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're hoping just for a chance to get the system, but yeah, I, I don't think it'll be smart to put your game on there. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I understand a lot of developers were burned by the Wii U, and that's fine. And a lot of developers are going to be cautious. That's fine. I totally get that. I understand. You know, although I feel EA and Activision got caught with their pants down, I do understand why they got caught with their pants down because they got burned on the Wii U. That's fine. Um, but. Like a company like Bandai Namco, it's like shut your damn mouth. If if either bring the game over or don't bring the game over. Don't try to get you know free promotion and free publicity and make consumers be your marketing team. So that when somebody says, "Oh, I want Project Cars on the Nintendo Switch," and then somebody sees that tweet and they're like, "Oh, what's Project Cars 2? And they're like, "Oh, well, it's a game coming out for the PS4 and Xbox One." Oh, I own a PS4 and Xbox One. Let's look at this game. <laughs> do, 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 do. And then you've just done marketing for them. It's like, come on, man. I don't mind. I don't mind when the indie developers ask their Twitter followers, like, exactly. you know, "Hey." Uh, would you want this on the Switch? Because they're not saying, hey, go go tell people that they should want this on the Switch. <laughs> they, they literally ask. There's a one thread where people are like, yeah, this will be really cool. They hit the like button and they move on. Um, and then they got to tally it. Or sometimes they'll even run a poll. Where they're like, would you want this? And they can count everything up from there. Right. Um, and I'm fine with that. That's yeah. totally cool because they're, they're a small company, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that completely. But like you said, when there's a Japanese company <laughs> who is like, do we? Do you guys want this game on the hottest system in Japan right now? <laughs> is that what you want? <laughs> Wait a I think Sean. I think you're so right, dude. Like it's it's just bad marketing. It's bad taste. You know, it it looks fine when a small company is like, "Do you guys want this?" But it's so obvious that they're just trying to get retweets. They're just trying to get likes. They're just trying to spread the word about their current game. And it's just it, it makes them look bad in the end because people see through that. I think pretty quickly. You know, so. Well, and here's, the, here's, go, 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 John. well, the thing of it is, like, say you say you are, you know, because really port begging really was a consumer thing at first. Like, and it, it was it was more of a natural thing. It was like, you know, and I hate to say it, but it was it was something a lot of Wii U owners did because the Wii U got crap in terms of third party games after the first year. So a lot of Wii U owners were, you know, you know, we would love this game on the Wii U, you know, blah, 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 blah. It was a very natural thing. It was very grassroots thing you know bayonetta 2 a lot of uh playstation and microsoft owners they wanted that game very natural but just to have these corporate companies doing this it's just like and what you're doing is you're essentially dangling a carrot in front of someone and saying all right jump and maybe you'll get this carrot so what if you know a bunch of people do do your job for you and do all the marketing and say, yes, we want the game to come. And then the game doesn't come. You think those people are going to be happy with you? And like, they're like, oh, Bandai Namco, I want to buy their next game. They're so awesome, even though I totally wasted my time, you know, promoting their game for them for free. It's like, come on, dude. Here, here's the thing that Switch owners should realize at this point. Um, the Wii U was not a very sought after system for most um usually people bought it for nintendo games that was it but the switch is different the switch again people need to realize the switch is like at this point the prettiest girl at the dance with all guys being developers right now so yeah. you don't have to go out and try to get these developers on board you don't have to go on social media and work because they're going to get to a point where it's going to go on the switch by default because there are so many switches out there and the the really the sales forecast that it has now um, companies are going to figure out how to bend over backwards to get 
their game on the switch or they're going to lose money essentially you see i sean you point this out a lot on on twitter i see this a lot i i kind of i i don't i don't want to get to that point because i'm buying an xbox one x so i don't want to feel like an idiot on camera when i get it <laughs> but the the xbox has not done well in terms of attach rate <laughs> we've seen it doesn't sell a ton and you bring it up i've seen you bring it up on twitter where you're saying um why are they bringing these games to the xbox when they're just not selling at all and right. like, why not just bring it to the Switch and actually get copies? Because things are selling on the Switch. Yeah. Um, Whatever happened to like voting with your wallet? You know, like the system is flying off of the shelves, right? So, it's like exactly what you were saying, Sean. You know, like the, these companies need to be looking at that and not manipulating their consumers, essentially their fans, into doing their marketing for them. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. And so. w what makes it weird is like it it. If you look at it, it's like the, the Japanese companies because like Capcom, you know, they haven't been doing a, a great job. There's there's definitely games that probably should have, you know, Marvel's Capcom Infinite probably should have came. Yeah, they laugh, they laugh that off, by the way, in one of their interviews from a while ago. And it's like you're 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 a Japanese company. Like you're 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 Ultra Street Fighter Two. While I loved it because I was wearing these really thick nostalgia glasses and I still play it <laughs> way too much. That game was not all that great for you know a new people just getting into fighting games or a casual fighting fan. Yet you sold a hell of a lot of copies yeah, of that. I think they sold over half a million, right? They sold over half a million. It's like you should not have sold over a half a million <laughs> at, for this forty dollar game. And like, it, it just baffles me that all of a sudden the Japanese companies are the ones that are, you know, doing the stuff that usually you would see the Western companies do. And the Western companies are like, Doom, Skyrim, 2K games, Rockstar, Rockstar here's yeah. stuff for everyone. And it's like, when did this reverse? Like, right. Bizarre. <laughs> you, you know, you, if Rockstar is on board, most companies should be on board with their history with Nintendo not being the best recently. Yeah. Like. Um, it, yeah. it, and, and the Western developers, I always, I, I've always said this, Western developers go where money is to be made. If there's a calculator that just came out and everyone wants the calculator and there's tons of hype around the calculator and the calculator plays games, they will put games on that Bethesda thing. will figure out a way to sell you Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> they will put Skyrim on that calculator. And it's like, okay, these companies are going to the platform because there's money to be made. Why do you not want money? Like, that's very, very strange. Just. I don't know. It's it is it is odd that they want people to ask for it. It's the thing is they're bluffing and and you just call their bluff and just be like no, no that's okay. We we if you don't want to be on the system you don't have to be. There's a lot of other developers who are going to want to show up soon, so yeah. that's okay. I mean we see it now. A lot of games from the PC are just showing up, indie games, but they're still showing up. Um, so apparently it's very easy to move from the the PC to the Switch, from what I'm hearing. So well, I mean there's it's like. Every freaking day, there's another indie game or another, you know, just game in general being announced for the Switch. Like a lot of indie games. A yeah. lot. Of, I mean, it's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But a lot. Of, it's it's a massive contrast to what we saw with the Wii U at this point. And they're not crappy indie games, too. Not to say that all the Wii U indie games are crappy, but there was a lot of crappy ones. Yeah. People, people in the I saw someone in the chat saying that uh, the Wii U gamers just didn't get the Wii U. I I actually have to say that Nintendo just did not do a good job marketing the Wii U. The yeah, amount of people we had swing through who was like, it's just the tablet, right? Not not like a system. Yes, no yes, one knew we, we what were the hell they were buying they, after they showed it off. Like people thought said. it was a controller you were supposed to buy to yeah. go with the regular Wii. That it was the <laughs> U, and you would have a Wii as well. 
Yeah, they were like, "Why is this three hundred dollars? It's just the it's just the tablet, right? Is it an iPad? That's that's seriously stuff they would ask us." And we're like, "No, it's a whole system." Because remember when they first showed it, they didn't even show us the actual console; they just showed us a tablet. So yeah. we didn't know what it was. We had to go online to look up pictures of somebody, whether it was GameSpot or IGN or somebody, actually took pictures at the event of the the console that was like behind glass or whatever. Um, so it's very weird. Marketing on the Switch is seriously exponentially better. Yeah, like so much better. We see like they're pulling in like internet memes like John Cena to, to, to market the thing. Um, I, wonder, I wonder what the uh, the John Cena thing, why he was at Nintendo recently. I like to think it has to do with the wrestling game coming out. Um, but I mean, who knows? They used them before for just just promo no real stuff. like just promo. Yeah. yeah. He, so maybe he maybe that he did such a good job. They're like, oh, let's bring him back in again because he fits exactly what Nintendo wants, which is a clean shaven good guy. You know, <laughs> that's what he right. fits it. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, well, if he likes the Switch and he shows that he likes it, then all the gamers will like it too. <laughs> um, so I mean, it's kind of marketing. You know, like they would pull. But there's a, they've done. You know, there's been a lot of inadvertent marketing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like that whole um, that whole Bleacher Report thing with um, where they they shared a tweet of the kid playing uh, 2K18 at his college class on the Switch and like you looked at the comments of that and like so many people were like what the hell is that I need well, to get they this have, like, the, they have the 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 soccer teams or football teams over in uh, Europe like everyone on the bus playing Mario Kart kind of thing yeah and that, oh, that, that rapper extension who i can't stand but like <laughs> he was at the bet awards and he had his switch in his hand like on the red carpet and people were like what and he's just like yeah my switch yeah i'm playing my switch <laughs> yeah um it's it's definitely easy to market i will say that one of the easiest things i've ever seen to market um mostly because it it's not two pieces like a like a wii u was um, and it's probably more affordable for them to develop and it'll, it'll probably it'll probably be more affordable to create going forward as well so they'll actually be able to do probably pr- either a price cut like way down the line like years down the line or hopefully more storage by next year like a 128 gig or something next year but we'll see okay so we also got uh did you guys get the email from nintendo this was something i wanted to bring up at some point as well but i we'll might as well bring it up here did you guys get the email from nintendo asking what would you change about like it was a survey they sent out asking what you would change about the Nintendo Switch. Like what would you would fix? I did not. Okay. I actually didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it showed up my one of my promotional tab things I have at Gmail. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come up with something. So I'll pose this question to you guys. What would what would you change about the Switch if you if you could to make it better? The online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the online. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like a hands-down thing at this point. I mean, yes. what, what what else are we going to talk about? Enhance some of the hardware or something? Uh, D-pad, analog triggers. I mean, the buttons feel a little wonky, <laughs> but I could deal with wonky buttons if I have a proper online experience. Analog, analog triggers, though? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah. fine with those okay. if I can do stuff with a friends list. like you know, I'm, Better I'm, Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> as long as it works on a friends list. list. <laughs> better Wi-Fi as long as it has a good you know online experience to yeah. go with it. Wi-Fi is pretty bad <laughs> right now. I will say that. I've done some tests. It is not good. Um, what else? I had a whole list written down. I won't have it anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, there's some stuff that they can make with the better. All right, someone saying a better battery. Yes, they could have put a bigger battery in the thing. The GPD win I have has a 10,000 milliamp hour battery. Um, they could still fit a better one in there. Uh, cloud saves. Yes, cloud saves is a good one. 
we need we need a way to get saves off of our switch in general right now yeah there's no way to get saves off of there even if you plug it into the dock you take a usb stick you plug it in it does some proprietary format thing and then moves copies your save over to it and then it's there but it's locked i'd be fine with that as well just as long as i could back my stuff up even do a, an image of your switch remember how with the ps3 you'd be able to do a full image of your ps3 or even your ps4 i guess and then you could switch your hard drive and and flash everything back you know yeah. if you did something like that i'd be okay with that too mm -hmm. um because it's terrifying i mean we people put hundreds and hundreds of hours into zelda what happens if like your switch just doesn't turn on anymore or it gets dropped and breaks or if somebody steals it right exactly there's a, there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong there so i hope they would oh, was that apps it took them forever Apps. after the uh, the 3DS okay. came out to create that like function where you can have an account now. That took so long for them to do after their eShop came into existence. So you're saying uh, you're saying like uh, Netflix and stuff, Sean? Mm -hmm. Apps, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean Netflix, sure. Um, I mean they could pretty much put anything on there. It runs Android, so I mean, well not Android, but it, they could move stuff over from Android to it pretty easily, I believe. Uh, it's running ARM. Um, yep, that's a good one, Mister Mister Gintama. Needs a better signal for local play, even. Um, again, the Wi-Fi is just not good in that system. Uh, they can they they could probably fix it. They, there's a couple things they could do. It might be a firmware issue even. But I think it's all yeah. I think you know things like video streaming apps, things that make the Switch more of not. I don't want to say like a productivity device, but a full entertainment device where you could watch YouTube on there or something like. Was that anyone if you else surprised to. that the Switch didn't come with a stylus? Kind of. Right? I sometimes I sometimes forget it's a touch screen. Yeah, right. like I touch it, I'm like, ooh, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I was like, I wonder why this doesn't have a have a have a stylus. They make stylus uh, pens for capacitive screens for like iPads and stuff. You can get them. Um, so I was like, I wonder why they didn't do that because they could have probably done some other stuff with it. Uh, that's a good point, especially for productivity. Uh, productivity, Philip. Yeah, if you have a stylus like how you, people have like those like note phones and everything and they mm -hmm. have a stylus that they break out to be a jerk, you know, on <laughs> to look cool. Um, yeah. uh, uh, that's that's a, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Uh, someone said a metal kickstand. I think just a better kickstand in general, although I have seen companies make worse kickstands. So, yeah, <laughs> I go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't help my opinion when they send it to me super late. <laughs> um. You know what I'm talking about, right, Philip? That terrible kickstand. Oh god, yeah. It just, <laughs> yesterday I was using it, and it, I, as I picked it up, it broke off. I picked oh, it up, it? and it broke off. Yeah, I was you like, that, what? You got, that, you got that ant tank one, though, don't you? Yeah, that one's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that you one. have that too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. I like that one. Yeah. It's sad when that one's better than the. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Some people are saying maybe bigger Joy Cons, I guess, like more ergonomic ones um, that I guess fit better in your hands. I could totally see them because, you know, they even sell individual Joy-Cons like Joy-Con L, Joy-Con R by themselves. I can't imagine like once Virtual Console does come out, why don't they just make a Joy-Con L with a real D-pad? You know, if if that's something you'd yeah. be interested in or just new Joy-Cons with analog triggers, you know, well, we need we need analog triggers for GameCube, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the, the point people are um, forgetting about the Switch is that it's so modular when it comes to the fact that it's got those sliding rails on the side, even if it comes down to VR, imagine sliding that thing into a VR headset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are so many things that could go on there. You you can think past like controllers or just what we know with Joy-Cons, like think outside the box. Think how Nintendo would think, because they always come out of like, you know, the left wing, just like, whoa, you know, where did that come from? So uh, that'd be cool to put YouTube on the Switch. Sure. 
do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they could call the the new Joy Cons the new Joy Con XL Plus. <laughs> <laughs> nope, just new Joy Con Extra Supreme Plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Oh, right how did I miss that right one? Oh man, Bluetooth. How did we miss that one? Oh, Bluetooth Bluetooth headsets or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, that's they need that. They need that bad. <laughs> that's one step towards getting rid of the. Uh, Really getting rid of that um, the phone app is by using that, like getting a Bluetooth headset in there. Um, it was an interesting. It was an interesting email they sent out because it does look like they're looking a little bit at maybe uh, improving the switch with hardware or even software. And I'm curious how many people, um, I guess, took it and actually answered back correctly. A lot of people will do dumb stuff like, "Oh, the switch is terrible. Don't do anything." You know, they'll they'll send them that. Um, but I, I'm curious how many people actually sent constructive criticism because some people must have for that phone app. Because uh, they fixed parts of it, not obviously the fact that it's on the phone still, but they fixed parts of it, so they are listening at least. Um, mm, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, that, we're gonna see some hardware iterations anyway. The new Switch XL, I guess, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know how much bigger they'll make the screen though. Uh, maybe a little bigger. Uh, well. So, any, if there's anything else you guys want to talk about in the in the news this past week? I was trying to think if there's anything else there. It was actually kind of a light news week, believe it or not. Not a lot happened this week. Yeah, kind of not slow. too many news pieces, but lots of games. So a lot of games, yeah, <laughs> a lot of games, yeah. So I'm, I still have, like I said, I got to play. Sean, did you see a hat in time at all? Did you see that game? Who? A hat in time. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I haven't, I haven't picked it up though. Yeah, I haven't played. It. I did. I just didn't know if you had played it. Yet. I was just curious how it was. There was uh, one think- cool thing that was in the news. Oh yeah, what do you got? Uh, the Retro City Rampage DX getting Ooh. a physical. Yeah, I got That's that right. press release. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> this is, this yeah. is going to be good. It, did you see the reversal cover art on that thing? Yeah, the Mega Drive of uh, Master, Master System. Excuse yeah. me, Master System. Dude, yeah, that dude, thing I'm, looks awesome. I, I mean, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna get the collector's edition because I loved that game. I played it on the 3DS, and like, I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And then, I mean, so, yeah, I have no problem buying that game again. And I will play it. Yeah, it's a great game. I have it. Obviously, I think most of us got it when it came out digitally because it's like 100 megabytes or something. It's tiny. Yeah. Um, so everyone can just leave it on their internal storage and I even think about it. But the game is awesome. Such a good game. And it's coming physically. Like, all these indie companies are super on board with physical stuff. They're going, like, in the other direction that the rest of the industry is, right? The rest of the industry has, like, physical and now they're going to digital, whereas all the indie developers are going from digital to physical. It's kind of funny to think about that they're going in the opposite direction because they know a lot of us like physical media. Well, and plus you get impulse buys off of that, you know, when people, you know, people as as much as you know, you know, store retail stores are you know dying off or you know business is slowing down, you still get a lot of people that walk into a GameStop or a Best Buy and they look at the box art and it's like if you have your you know your game right next to you know that's what like Nicholas is doing. You know, they have you have Super Mario Odyssey and then Cave Story right next to it. And it's like, oh well, you know, what's this? And you know, you can get sales from it. And yeah, you know, Rich the V Blank is actually I find it interesting that V Blank, I, I believe they're the ones producing. Mm-hmm. The yeah, game. they're doing everything. It's, yeah, so like that really, that's pretty interesting to me. How but I wonder if they're not putting it in stores. I think they're just doing it on their website, but it's still yeah. pretty cool to see. You know, oh, yeah. For them to go through all that. I wonder if we'll, sure. 
we'll continue to see that sort of keep happening as the games library grows and we see bigger, you know, third parties stepping in. I wonder if we're still going to see indie companies still pushing for physical releases yeah, or if this it, is just kind of It kind of depends stuff. on how it sells, right? Like if, if indie games, I think the reason they're doing this is because it's selling so well on the Switch that they're like, let's re-release it technically as a physical one for all the collectors and we'll do pre-orders on our website so we'll only have to make as many as we need. Um, yeah. It's very interesting, though. It's very interesting time right now because I, according to some developers that are selling these indie games, they're selling better on the Switch than they are even selling on Steam, which wow. is insane. Like, there's a couple of developers that are like, "Yeah, it's selling better." Uh, Death Squared much better on the Switch apparently. They threw, yeah. they put up the, the picture. Did you see that where it was Ralph doing the Go Banana thing, and it was like yeah. Steam. <laughs> SMG lo- uh, Studio loves the Switch. They yeah. they are all about the switch so. i thought about that i wonder if we're gonna see some indie developers get some kind of like like small loyalty to, to the nintendo switch like fan base and maybe we start seeing some games indie games anyway come to the switch first i've thought about that too um super meat boy is going to the switch first for example uh wow. and i feel like that might be what, because the new one the the new one coming out um i feel like that might be a little bit because they they saw how well it was selling uh, with any games, and of course, I'm sure Nintendo threw some money in their pocket as well. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting to see this. Uh, okay, yeah, somebody else is talking about there's um, there is two uh, Fear Effect games coming to the Switch now, the remaster, and then the new one's coming as yeah, well. Yeah, I saw that. That that's pretty neat. Very interesting. Yes, that this is happening. Um, that it is showing up. Uh, it's I when I first saw it, I didn't think the new one would come to the Switch, but I guess I guess they're like, yeah, let's do it. Um, the other one is from the PS1, though. It's from a while ago. <laughs> um, I think I don't think I ever played that one when I was younger. I played it when I got a little older, but I remember I would see it at the stores when we'd rent games, and I just I, my parents never rented it for me, probably because of what it looked like it was about. <laughs> I think it was a mature rating game at the time too, and I was a little younger. Yeah, I was mature rating, and like the um, the lead character, the female is like a lesbian, so it was kind of like more of an adult game. Yeah. Or like, like an adult James Bond kind of, I think is what it was supposed to be yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. I mean, high, very highly stylized. Yeah, it's like cell shaded. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Um, oh wait, did you, Philip? Someone was asking about the, the Sin More. Oh, did you? Well, you got that digitally, didn't you? What the hell? Sin Yeah, I got this the guy, digital version. What's Jason Murdoch got the physical version? I ordered it from Amazon and I never. They like delayed it indefinitely so i canceled it you know where he got it he got it from one of those pop-up trucks <laughs> probably <laughs> darling what what is going on here i, I this, that makes me mad internet-based jealousy kind of from eastarland interesting walmart wait walmart has it for 18 dollars on their website what's in the wow. Sinmore thing yeah something's going so. on over there at amazon yeah there's I just ordered Axiom Verge. Um, I pre-ordered the physical for that because I'm a sucker for physical. Oh, I uh, see Sin. Oh, I see uh, Sin Mora here. Let me see. Let me see what yeah, it's. I've, uh, I've like pre-ordered um, or ordered accessories and stuff like that for the Switch, um, and they just always get back ordered or delayed or just not show up, which is weird. So I think it's just video game products in general, or maybe just Switch. Interesting. Uh, oh, here's here's a good one. Uh, ukulele pushed back again on the Switch. Uh, still nothing for it. Apparently, Unity was the problem. It's they they released the new Unity and then they slap it on there and it starts to create more problems. You guys think ukulele is just not going to do well on the Switch now? Do you think it's just too late? 
I think it'll be okay. Um, it's not going to do nearly as well as it would have done a couple months ago had it come out. Sure. But I mean, it's releasing right around the time Mario's coming out. I think the the hype for ukulele is sort of like, I don't know, everyone who really wanted to play it probably played it already um, on the other consoles. So I just feel like it's lost its sort of opportunity to excel on Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you might be right. What about you, Sean? Are, are you even going to get it on the Switch? Did you already get no. it on the PS4? I haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. It, it, it's okay, but it's there are some archaic parts to it, like like that are definitely from the '90s. I'll say that. Uh, I I got it on the PS4, and it, it's it's a fun game. But I think, according to what a lot of people have said, Hat in Time might be better. So I might check that I've, out. But. I've heard a lot of people be very positive about Hat in Time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how well ukulele is going to do when it comes out finally, because if it doesn't make this year for release date, it they might as well pack it in. <laughs> I yeah. just don't. I just don't think they're gonna get that kind of money back for. I mean, how much time are they working on this? It feels like they've been working on the Switch version for nine, ten months now, minimum. Yeah, it's um, it's it's been a long damn time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna get back for that. Um, Evan, do we have questions in the um in the Discord at all? Uh, I mean, just a couple so far. If anyone from the uh, Patreon wants to drop some questions in the uh, channel I have set up for this, actually the Spawncast Questions channel. A few of them are. A little kind of just generic, I guess, <laughs> would be the best way to put it. Hit me with uh, it. But we'll go with like a, a more common one. What indie games are you guys looking for for the rest of, the, like, up to the end of this year? The biggest one for me is Enter the Gungeon, I think. Ooh, I'm a huge fan of that game. So I'm so excited for that to hit Switch. I've been waiting for that for a long time. Um, So... It's that one for me. I don't know. I'd have to look at the list, man. I, I was waiting for Golf Story and Stardew Valley, and they're both out now. Stardew Valley dropped, like, they, they announced it, then it dropped three days later. So I'm, uh, I have to look at the list for that one. I don't know. Um, may, I might, it might be that game, Evan, that we were just talking about because I was watching the video for it. Um, Battle Chasers. Oh, yeah. That Dude, looks you, cool. You might like it because it has RPG elements. It has been maxing, which I think you'll definitely like it has gear sets and stuff the yeah. combat should be pretty fun for you okay it might be that one for me i don't know i, I have to look at the list like i said um yeah because it's so yeah. it's so hard right now well, i can see what else is coming out this year i can't remember yeah, all the stuff coming out this even year. i even i completely for uh forgot a couple of the games that i'm looking forward to and if they hit their time i'd be looking forward to pray for the gods hmm because that okay. should be december but who knows <laughs> for the gods oh interesting it's the uh the game heavily inspired by Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, that's right. Yep. Oh man, it looks amazing, and everything I look at it look at this. for it is just intense, and I'd really like to see it. But that's a uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC currently are the only announced uh, systems. I see that. Yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. That's not November. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Check that one out. Uh, there's just so many games coming out, man. That's, you're coming up on the big stretch of games now. Mario Odyssey's going to like take over people's lives, and uh, that's going to be interesting. No, no big announcement at Nintendo uh, World Championships, by the way. Nothing major. Something. There was an arms trailer, and that was about it. I don't know why people thought there would be one. Uh, they, the last one they announced, um, Earthbound Beginnings, at the last one. Did they? Yeah, and then, um, and then uh, obviously back in the day, way back in the day. I uh, remember the wizard where they did the whole championship thing and they had oh, Mario three. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that was funny. That was how Mario three got unveiled. <laughs> yeah. That's why people were calling for mother three because uh, earthbound beginnings, I believe got announced at the last one. Evan, where's pocket rumble, man. 
who even knows anymore? <laughs> I mean, I reviewed that thing how long ago? We thought it was really going to be an early release game for the Switch, and it's still not out. And I keep checking it, and all their patching are just like balances and a couple changes mm-hmm. here and there. And you have it on PC, it? Though, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's still in early access. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it was supposed That's to be on the Switch in March. Because I keep checking it like once every couple of weeks. I'm like, when the hell is this game dropping? It's a real game, and it's just patch note for this week and it's this long list of this punch does one less damage I'm like, oh my god i don't even care anymore they did talk about um they did talk about uh at the at the championships they had reggie show up did you see that the quick video he did i did not uh, he did a quick video and then he's like i'm sorry i can't be there i'm too busy working behind the scenes on and then they like bleeped his mouth so he's just alluding to something they're working on in the background that we don't know about which is interesting Obviously, new game. Star Fox Zero returns. Oh, no. <laughs> I, think I, mean, Pocket, I think Pocket Rumble is hanging out with the Switch version of Payday 2. Yeah, what happened to that, too? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's pissing me off, though, because I love, I love Payday games, and like I was super looking forward to that, and it's just they, like... Hopefully, these do land, because it kind of sucks, because this really feels like, uh, I guess, four E3s ago, where they announced like two or three games that we still haven't even seen or heard of since. Like It's... Mm-hmm kind of awkward because we're just hearing all this and with this type of stuff the game's done so like they just have to port it at this point but it's like extra hurt i guess of just not seeing it for a while i guess it doesn't really matter though because doom yeah (laughs) (laughs) dude doom's gonna be interesting when that comes out everyone's gonna be all over that i might have to take a day off of work and just play that all day I, i i loved it i loved it on the ps4 it's I'm actually still my favorite PS4 game. I'm really excited to check out the uh, the multiplayer on the Switch version, just because I I dabbled in it in it on the PC for a little bit, but um, I could see myself getting into the Switch version multiplayer. Have you played the multiplayer more. recently on Doom? No, no. They, they completely overhauled it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. actually really well done now. People are probably not going to back to it because it wasn't as good in the beginning. They completely fixed everything pretty much, and it's, so, it's better. Maybe it'll have some sort of second wind on Switch. You know, it might. Yeah, it might. I didn't think. Oh, I never canceled my Sinmora order. It's arriving between October sixteenth and November second. That's great. Um, nice <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, Very narrow window I there. Never, um, I never thought that Dooms. Uh, online multiplayer was was bad. I thought it was very simplistic, but it was very reminiscent of like old school arena shooters. And like I, I just I like the simplicity of it. And you know how you could there was that mode where um, the demon would come up on the map, and then you could turn into the demon and just wreck people. Like I don't know. I, I always I always enjoyed a doom simplicity in terms of the the multiplayer. Yeah, you just pick up the gun and you just shoot people. <laughs> That's yeah, like, it's like you don't even reload. Yeah, it's not it's not one of those you know games there, where you have to like think things through really hard. There there was customization, but I don't think there was like loot boxes or anything like that, right? So yeah, No, no there wasn't anything like that. Yeah. Everything gets loot box. Now, dude, Forza has loot boxes and they took stuff out from Forza 6 to make you earn in 7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh Evan, what um, what else do we have? Uh, how many Switch games have you guys actually completed this year so far? Ooh, how many Switch games have we completed? That's a good question. It is the big curse of anyone in this type of industry that you, you get to that point where you just have all these games in your backlog that you'll never see the ending of. 
Well, I can't beat Puyo Puyo Tetris, I guess. that there's like I mean, there's an end to the story, but that's like a game that just goes on forever. So I won't even count that one because I played all the way through that one. <laughs> um, uh, I know Zelda, I, there's no end to Mario Kart, is there? <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Some of these games have no end. <laughs> um, obviously, Zelda, that was an easy one. That was done pretty We can probably actually. discount the multiplayer-specific games because, I mean, the content for there is always generated by the fact that two people are playing with or against each other. Mario Rabbits that got done. I still haven't played that. It's pretty. You haven't played it. I like. No, I don't. I don't know why. Oh um, man, you're missing out. You got to try I, it. I did. I did try it. I, okay. I, when I say I haven't played it, like I have, I haven't like sat down and played it hardcore. Right. But um, my lady friend came over and she had it, and I watched her play it for a little bit, and then I played it, and I was like, "Hey, this is pretty neat. I need to play it 2K online." Sonic the Sonic Mania counts as a Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it does okay good there you go that one um i beat iron cast kind of that's like a roguelike that doesn't really have an end either none of these games have endings so i'm thinking about it but i've played obviously zelda obviously uh mario rabbits um and then all the other games i don't really have endings i can't destiny 2 doesn't have an ending and i've put a, t- a lot of time into that <sighs> then, now i'm realizing this a lot of these games just don't have an end hmm I want to keep you playing. I guess it'd be I guess it'd be five Switch games that actually have endings. Um, I guess is what it'd be because the other ones don't really have endings. Did you ever beat the Splatoon two single player? No, okay, yeah, I guess I guess we can count that. I did finish that one eventually, yeah. mostly because I want to try the motion controls with it because I was stuck on the analog ones. I'm counting that one though with five. That's right. Yeah, I'm counting that did one we- at least. I know I beat like all the games I reviewed, so I'm trying to like think back and look at my actual reviews right now. So I know I beat like you know Pokin. Obviously, didn't. There's no beating FIFA per se, but um, Mario Rabbids. I finished that. Um, man, I don't know. It's hard to think back because I feel like I've literally played almost every single Switch game. <laughs> it's almost all a blur. Um, actually, beat Thumper. Thumper was a lot of fun to beat. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's how many games that we bought on the Switch. Too many. No. Too many. Uh, many. Way too many. Too, all of them. It, if you get lucky, you don't have to buy any. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, none of us are lucky. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, probably, I'd say about half the games I have on the Switch I bought, and then the other half were sent. That sounds right. That sounds right. So I've probably, I guess I've bought what, like six or seven Switch games, something like that. I think yes. I have like forty plus Switch games. Um, and I bought 35 of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I haven't been that unlucky. That's <laughs> <laughs> rough. I haven't had any physical Switch games sent to me. It's all digital. Yeah, they, Nintendo is only doing digital, which sucks and pisses me off. And it, <laughs> it, most of the time, like, I have to, like, hit up people for, like, display GameStop display boxes because I'm that I have that many problems. I'm like, yo, can you give me a GameStop display box of this game? They sent me a digital copy. I need something <laughs> for my shelf. I literally have a GameStop display box of NBA 2K18 for the Switch. Like oh, really? coming soon. But the spine is perfect because it looks just like a normal Switch game. It says NBA 2K18, Nintendo Switch. I'm like, yes. This is great. <laughs> I actually I have not finished SteamWorld Dig 2 yet. No, I'm still working through that one. Oh yeah, that's a that's an amazing game. I beat that's that game as I have well. It on my, it's harder because I have it on my PC, so I can't really play it while like videos are rendering or something. Whereas on the Switch, I can. <laughs> um, but it it runs well on the PC. I will say that. 
Runs really well. Um, and then Cuphead. I, I'm almost done Cuphead. I'm so close. That's not a Switch game, but I'm so close to being done Cuphead. That game is so hard. <laughs> that game is brutal. I actually downloaded that game. That's the first Xbox game I bought in like six oh, months. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I got it on Xbox. Oh, okay. I, I wanted the console experience. Um, but uh, it's fun. I love that game. It's so much fun. Such a such a hard game. Oh, it's an awesome game. I love. I like it a lot. Did you Did you get Cuphead, Sean? I actually bought it mm-hmm. like two nights ago, and I completely forgot I bought it because I haven't played it. And like literally, you just reminded me that I have it. <laughs> Go play it. Go play it. It's good. It's it's a game you wouldn't expect to be on the Xbox. I'll say that. Have I'll you guys that. seen that video floating around YouTube of someone playing Cuphead on like a classic CRT team? Yeah, that was really cool. That was um, so who was awesome. that? That was um, oh, what's that person's name? I, I've seen their channel before. It's actually really cool. Um, I like that a lot though. That was really cool. It was like an old old TV. Yeah, um, I'm gonna see if oh, I can find a link for that and then drop it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, Cuphead is good. It, it's gonna be a lifetime exclusive. Lazy game reviews. Thank you. Um. Uh, that's gonna be a lifetime exclusive to the Xbox. So weird. I hope it sells well on the Xbox because it's well, it's selling. Well, that's, yeah. that's, come on, it's selling well on the on the PC on Steam. It's selling really well. It's over two hundred and like thirty thousand copies already, um, which is good because it's it's so worth the twenty bucks. Uh, I just, man, I hope those thirty million Xboxes. I mean, come on, throw my bone here. That that game took so long to make. Everything is hand animated. It's ridiculous um and the dude the boss is like it's so cool if you haven't played it sean it's awesome because they drop you in and you play against a boss essentially you don't run through a stage they just throw you in against the boss and the boss is essentially the entire stage huh. yeah, it's multi-tiered though it's yes. it's the entire length of time you would take on an average stage to get yep. through but like i'll be like it like a boss is like anywhere from two to four minutes but the boss has like three or four different forms as you play through it and uh, you get upgrades and stuff for your person you change stuff out and everything but it's um it's tough. It's very hard. <laughs> um, but when you do beat it, it feels awesome. But you were going to rage a bit. I'll say that. <laughs> That's fine. I need to I need to check it out. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I bought it and Yeah. It's just yeah. sitting there. They do have they do have running gun stages stages where you actually go through levels. Um, but for the most part, the ones that I really enjoy are the ones oh, someone said almost four hundred thousand copies on Steam. That's good. Uh, the ones that I really like are uh, seriously just the boss boss battles are great. That's uh, so much fun. Um, but uh, then they have like the the they have the the regular mode. Then they have like the simple mode, so you can play through the simple mode if you're. If some people were talking about it on, of course, forums like, oh, you got to get good and play through the regular version. It's like, eh, I guess <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. The regular version is like hard mode, I guess, and then the nor- the simple is just normal mode. But it's right. good. How, how many how many of the bosses have you have you played against, Philip? Um, I played against I think the first two, maybe three bosses. Okay. Yeah, okay. the onion one is the only one that I actually able was able to beat. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. They have a whole parry system too, but I think the, I think the parry system could have been done better. Um, but it's there. You have to jump and then you hit A again at the right time, and you'll like you'll um you'll you'll kind of bounce off of the item, and your super meter will fill up more. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, a pretty cool mechanic. I like using it during the boss fights to kind of build that mm-hmm. super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll cool. you'll see like the little because they're like pink items that kind of float around. That'll yeah. give it to you. Someone was making a point that um, it's it's all over YouTube right now, and that's a great example of a game probably doing really well with the exposure that it's getting. Um, not obviously that's not really the really why it's going to be successful, but it's definitely helping it, and that kind of leads into the whole thing with Nintendo and their weird streaming, um, their weird streaming habits right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's very odd. I don't really know what's going on. But yeah, that's the thing. YouTube really helps 
these games heavily, especially like indie game developers, man, they, they sometimes will show up at, like in your email asking you to play the game. Like, Hey, can you please play this game? I see it so much. So it's, no, uh, it's um, like, I guess the bigger companies just are like, nah, we don't care. just don't play our games. And then the smaller guys are like, you know, begging you for it. Um, so uh, we got anything else, seven in the discord, man, a couple things. I mean, we can play an over under game uh, for how many copies of Mario Odyssey we think are going to sell. On the release, okay. on the release day or the release um, one week, one week creates one we'll week. One, okay, we'll one. do the one week. Okay, okay. So, um, what do you? Okay, what do we do? Go ahead. We doing worldwide or just? Oh, are we doing over under right now? Or are we doing well? Highs without going over. We'll do that. Highs without going over. Ooh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Okay. Hmm. Trying to think how many switches are out there right now. <laughs> yeah, I even how many know. switches are out there right now? How many they're going to have by the release? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to add up. My I'm head just thinking it's going to be a one to one attach rate. I mean, this is, think so? This Man, is I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I say uh, first week worldwide, pff, 1.5 mil. Okay, 1.5 million. Sure. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I'll write you down for that. I'm going to go with 2 million for the first week. I'm going to go with three. Okay. Wow. Yeah. He's going big, man. He's going big. I'm going big. I'm going big. It's Mario. That is true. I, the only thing I'm factoring in is like people like uh, parents and Christmas and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good point. We might have to wait, but might wait a little bit. Yeah, paychecks even affect it. <laughs> like, is this the week that I can actually buy it? <laughs> uh, I've been there. So. <laughs> uh, 2.4, 1.5. Yeah, okay. So you got us all down, Evan? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably just just to be a little bit of a dick. Three point one mil. Just... Oh, <laughs> he's that guy on. Like, I'm that guy. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I thought you were gonna go big, Evan, for like four million or something. No, 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 no. Some massive not. amount, ten million Mario Odysseys. People just bought four of them. Uh, uh, did you had a? Do you have questions in there, Evan, at our Patreon Discord? That, uh, People can go to and ask questions. Do you guys believe that Sony has become a bit complacent? Yes, that's easy. Yeah, yeah they yeah, absolutely that's have. That's a fairly easy it's, one. That's not even a question. It it happens to all these companies that get super far ahead, um, and they just stop caring as much. <laughs> uh, it, it, Sony's going to be Sony at this point because they can do what they want. They can dabble in VR, whereas the other two companies can't right now. So that's going to be something they'll play around with. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're bringing games. Like, Spider-Man looks great. God of War looks great. Uh, Monster Hunter World, it's on the other systems, but it's going to the PS4 also. So, I don't know. It seems like Sony can't do anything wrong right now, but there's another generation of consoles coming, and I think Microsoft wants to get there real bad right now. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't know if there's any pitfalls that Sony can fall into right now. I really can't see any. They're pretty much just set up to coast the rest of the the rest of the generation, I think. Even if they have a, a, a more powerful competitor to it, I really don't see any way other than that. Like That's the only thing Microsoft have over them is our PC that we put out is better than your PC that you put out. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the only reason I can think of why their CEO quit is because um, it's because there's not much else to do at this point and they're just going to coast. Um, so that's... Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think they're they've become very complacent. But like the, the whole re, um, releasing a new PSVR headset with like just some slight upgrades. Like, did anyone really ask for that? You know, uh, did we really need another one? 
the interesting thing about I've noticed this. The interesting thing about the PlayStation VR community is there are not a lot of them, but the ones that are there are kind of vocal. Actually, it's very interesting. Um, and I think because it's so new, Sony wants to get it right. But like you're right, the thing that they brought to the table was like, oh, it you don't need to unplug things for HDR to work anymore. You know, you don't have to remove the box from the equation. It just it just works. And then the other thing was like they they kind of molded the headset cable into like one or something like that. Uh, it, it, it very small things and it's just going to kind of work its way into stock. That's about it. <laughs> it's going to be the same price and everything. Um, I don't know. VR is weird as it is. VR has a long way to go before it's going to be anywhere. Did you guys see the, um, the halo VR <laughs> experience? They're not even calling uh, it a game. It's just the experience, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a tech demo. Yeah. Um, and then they had Samsung release a new VR headset to go along with Microsoft. And the problem is all these headsets are 400 and up. Like, I don't know. People are going to go out and buy that. Um, because then you also have to buy a PC or, or a game system. In this case, PC, I guess, because it doesn't work with the Xbox. Um, it's it's so weird. This whole VR thing, like it's they all want it to work, but no one knows how to make this stuff work together. They need a company to come in, and I, I swear, I still think it's Nintendo to come in and actually like bring it all together for the mainstream. But I don't even know how a Nintendo would do it at this point. So it's just VR is going to be a while. I would expect another ten years before it becomes anywhere near mainstream. The Virtual Boy 2.0. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, they, they need you need characters right now, like IPs that are worth something to the mainstream. Mario is worth something. Um, I See, I don't even think Crash Bandicoot's worth something to the mainstream right now, the way you recognize him. Uh, Mario, you could get away with Sonic even. Um, I, I think Mario might be the biggest one where you could you could slap him on the outside of a VR you know, thing. And it's like, Hey, go explore mushroom kingdom. And people seriously probably stop and look at it when they're in the video game section, even like a mom or something. Yeah. Um, it's weird. VR is weird right now. It's, it's so tough. Weird right now. It's always been weird. Yeah, I mean, everyone, but- everyone thinks they want it, but then it always just becomes like the same slew of games, the same experience across the board. And then people just become uninterested. The problem, the problem is the setup, man. Oh man. Like if people come home from work, do they really want to like, we had the same argument with the Wii. Remember this, Evan, where we talked to people yeah. about this. Do you really want to come home and stand up and like bowl and do all this other stuff? Or do you just want to sit down and pick up a controller and play a game? Like, That's why I love Resident Evil 7 on on PSVR. Yeah. It's because you can choose, you know, like if you just want to yeah. sit down and play with the controller, if you want to put the headset on, I think that's, I think that for me at least is what I think is the future of VR and video games is having that choice, you know, just options. Um, yeah. Right. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's just a lot cooler. I think to be able to play a game the way you want to play it. So like, I, have, I, have to put a, I have to put a leash on to play the vibe. Like, <laughs> right. But, Cause people are starting to find that in VR, like you're, you have the biggest part of the community can't really handle good looking movement if you're not actually physically moving. So like that's a massive limit to the games themselves. That's why we're getting these games where you teleport. The doom one is a mm. teleportation based system. Uh, they just, I saw a, an ad for a VR game on steam and that's the same thing. It's teleportation. So you can get around, but like if once you add movement and once you add all that kind of momentum, people start to feel a little queasy. You get that extra motion sickness when your body's telling you you're moving forward, but you're not feeling it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it, that's why the ones where you're in like a mech and driving a mech around or in a plane like ace combat yeah. works so much better like you know you don't have to actually move you're in a cockpit of like a plane it's so much better that way it makes a lot more sense or roller coasters obviously um so i vr is weird it's going to be weird for a while so get used to it 
until they can come up with an all-in-one thing where you just got to buy one thing and it's fairly priced, it's going to be tough to sell. Um, even they, they couldn't even sell the gear VR to people and it works off your phone that we all have. Like it's, it's insane. Um, what else do we have, Evan? Anything? Some of it's fairly basic. Uh, do you think the, do you think that a fantasy star online two will ever come to the switch? I think we had that last week. No, I don't think so. It's a shame too. Uh, it's a shame if it hasn't made its way over here yet on PC, which would be so much easier to bring over as opposed to the switch, which is a streamed service. It's not even on your switch. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to do that. When did anybody uh, keep up with the news coming out of uh, the Nintendo world championships? We just, I, I, just I got watching it. Uh, oh gosh. Who won? Someone in the chat was saying it. Uh, person one, no big announcements. They yeah, there was show. no real announcements. Uh, no, they showed more Mario Odyssey footage. Uh, I think that was about it. Fortunately, I didn't go up there to try to cover anything on it because nothing actually happened. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but oh gosh, people are pointing this out. Yes, Knack Two did flop badly. Shocking! <laughs> I didn't badly. even realize that came out. Wow. No one did. Uh, there, were, it didn't even make it to the charts and media creates or whatever when it came out. Um, oh, Thomas G one. Yes. Um, so there were like these estimates of like 24, 2,500 knack copies sold or something. Um, not good. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the, what happened there. I, I, I guess they thought it was going to work. Apparently it's better than the first one. Is there I, any I marketing was, for it? No, I, you, you didn't know it came out. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I no, I, I, I don't think there was YouTuber, any marketing. Just adds to the complacency. It. Yeah, yeah. It's um. They figure we got a sixty-three million install base. We'll just put this out, and one million copies will sell no sweat because we just law of numbers. Not anymore. That's what's very interesting about some of these games that you're we're paying attention to now. Uh, it, this is big install base seems to be having less of an effect as what I think Microsoft and even Sony were thinking. Um, it's very odd. Like you think you have sixty-three million PS4s. It's starting to become more and more obvious now that. Uh, some of those PS4s may be Netflix machines right now. <laughs> right. It, like, it, it's not just me, right? It seems like I'm looking at some of these charts and I don't know how that's happening. Like, you would figure if you get, like, what's, I mean, a million copies of, of 63 million is a very small attach rate, right? If you want 10% of a 63 million base, you should sell at least 6 million copies, but that rarely happens right now with third-party games, which is... um. It's telling, I think. It's very interesting what's happening here. It's like, um, what are people doing? What are they? What I, are they buying? I really think they. This is what I think is happening. People buy these things off impulse buy, whether it's from like getting reimbursement checks or whatever, uh, from you know like tax reimbursements or whatever, anything they get money from, or maybe they actually do save up for it. They want it for one game, right? That's what you usually buy a PS4. You buy it because Crash Bandicoot was on it. You buy it, you play it, and then it becomes a Netflix machine. It becomes a streaming box. And I'm seeing this with a lot of people who I see on Twitter. It's like, oh, that's my Netflix box. I don't even call it a PS4. I don't even call it an Xbox One. Uh, OJ tells me he plays, he uses Xbox One for Twitch. That's his Twitch box. <laughs> and it's like, that's so weird. But people who buy the Switch, because there are no streaming apps on it right now, it's not a Netflix box. It's just a strictly a gaming system. And maybe that's why we're seeing some of these attach rates. Because Ooh. the people who have the Switch are only there for games. They're not there to watch Netflix on it. So they're not inflating numbers through that method. Um, and maybe that's why they didn't want Netflix on there. I don't know. It's weird. It's a really interesting point that you bring up. 
because that essentially is true. If you're holding a switch, you're playing a game. You're not, or you're looking to which game you're going to play. You know, you're not doing really anything else. Maybe you're checking out the news feed, but other than that, maybe, you're definitely not, not chatting with friends while I'm watching Netflix on my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's interesting. Maybe that's why they didn't want Netflix. I just thought of that just now on the fly. I wonder if that's why they didn't want that on the Switch. It's really weird. I don't know how many people in the chat watch use their PS4 or their Xbox One even for just media, Blu-ray, streaming, and Netflix, and haven't played a game in weeks on it. I'm seriously curious, because I feel like that happens more than we think. Um, because I, I people, people buy the PS4 because they want a game on it, and then they realize they don't want much else. Maybe they play Madden every year, and then it's a Netflix box the rest of the year. Right, and um, it's also those people that buy like you know all three consoles, and but they have a favorite, and they just have the other consoles for the exclusives or whatever that come out once a year, or twice a year. So, some people say they just haven't turned their PS4 on in months. Oh gosh, <laughs> I should probably turn it on. There's some good games on it. <laughs> I haven't played mine in a while though. I've been I've been playing a lot of Xbox One stuff. Granted, I just got that's my just Xbox got it, man. One. That's like the new shiny toy in the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the new shiny toy. Now I've been playing Destiny online, but um, uh, and I mean, when I get the X, I'll probably be playing that more because it'll it'll be interesting to see, and it'll have super sampling across the board, which is cool. But it'll be um, be interesting to see. Um, I see a lot of yeah, Xbox media player, PS4 is media player, uh, YouTube machine. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so I think that's uh, I think that's uh, interesting theory. That might be why they didn't want Netflix right away. Um, Because they want, and you know what is really funny? The game developers might not want Netflix on there at all because then they don't have to worry about, they don't have to compete with Netflix, right? Netflix is an unlimited source of entertainment. It really is. Um, And it takes up entertainment time. People don't realize this. Uh, People, even though video games and movies and video games and Netflix aren't in the same category, they both uh, rely on your entertainment hours because we all have limited entertainment hours and you have to split it up between stuff some of us will watch netflix and play games at the same time but believe it or not we're actually pretty low in terms of um i guess i guess uh uh that's not the case whereas the switch can easily be played while you're watching something so or 3ds or vita or anything like that um so very interesting very interesting yes i do think everyone should have a switch and a pc and you should have at least four monitors. <laughs> <laughs> and a Sega Saturn. Evan, no, I just said because I just set up a fourth monitor over here. <laughs> it's in the most awkward position. We got to get that fixed. Yeah, I, I need like an R. I might not even have the the uh, it's set up anymore like that. It's just stupid. I just I just wanted to do it just to be stupid. <laughs> um, my video card only just does up to four displays. Sounds so disappointed. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I know. I wanted six. I wanted six. I wanted like the minority report thing. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> or no, I guess that's from uh, what's that's from um, uh, Grandma's Boy, where you walk in and he's like the robot dude has like six screens in front of him. Oh yeah, <laughs> just get you one of those like super reclining chairs, go all the way back. Chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, do we have anything else, Evan? In the in everything's the just kind of like at this point. The rest of the questions are more just like our. Th- our thoughts on the possibility of something such as like uh, Nintendo actually partnering with NVIDIA for their next thing of hardware. I mean, that's so far in the future. Like it's, that's probably already done there. They have a 20 year thing they're doing apparently, but um, let's, let's, I guess we can jump over to the chat for a few minutes before we close it up. If there's anybody in the chat who had a, a question for any of these good fellows here 
or just the, the, the podcast in general, um, we can answer a couple. Um, so we can go through those. Oh, did you guys see the uh, mall rating? Did you guys see the Game Boy uh, trademark got approved for Nintendo? I did. Um, and it's a game. It's like a Game Boy that it almost looks like how it was before with the Super Nintendo Classic, right? Like that controller. In this, in this case, it's a Game Boy. So maybe there's a there's a Game Boy uh, Classic coming. <laughs> <laughs> that could be cool. That would be cool. What do I think Retro Studios is working on? They're working on a new IP, so it's anyone's guess. If I yeah, had to take like... a guess, though, I would say probably an action platformer of some kind. I think we or get like, that retro studio question like once a week from all everybody wants people. to know what they're working on because they keep trolling people on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> it's all they do. And retro studios is a very talented uh, uh, studio. So that's why everyone wants to know they've done some great stuff in the past. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the, I'm, I'm not getting the Xbox one X. I'm getting the Scorpio edition Xbox one S get it right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm getting one. Yes, I have to take it apart, which is kind of sad that it has to be the Scorpio edition because I guarantee that one's going to be worth some money down the road <laughs> with how people are probably because they didn't have that many of them. But I'll put it back together and I'll put like a piece of electrical tape where the warranty seal is. <laughs> uh, yes, I did see Max's video about GameStop. Yes, I completely believe that that happened. Yeah, I've heard stories is... worse. Though, yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Did you guys see Max's video? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I completely believe it because it's GameStop. <laughs> Not that bad, like obviously, but I, I've seen some bad things there. Seasons of Heaven, Heaven. Who cares? I have a feeling because they didn't actually have a dev kit, they were just doing all that on PC, and they ran into trouble, and they're gonna disappear. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's better games. The problem is, again, they should have been out when the Switch launched because then they wouldn't have as much competition as they have now on the um, on the Switch. I remember that. Seasons yeah. of Heaven. <laughs> That's because they were one of the first games to come out that were like, hey, look how the Switch, the visuals on the Switch look. Remember that? Because we were looking for anything we could about what the yeah. Switch looked like visually. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yes, PUBG, apparently they're talking to PlayStation already about moving over to Sony <laughs> PlayStation as well. So, and apparently Xbox is trying to throw money at them to keep them on the Xbox. That's the whole thing. And it's hilarious because apparently, uh, according to Evan, uh, Fortnite is better. So, oh, well, it's, it's arguably better. It's definitely smoother. And I feel like a lot more people can actually enjoy it than what PUBG throws at you with its complete mess of programming. And it's free. Fortnite's free right now. Yeah, completely so. free. You think Nintendo will kill the Switch online app in 2018? Possibly. Um, oh. Nintendo is very stubborn, though, so there's a chance that they don't do that because <laughs> they're just they're just like that. Um, I would like to see them give us options, though. You can use the phone app, but you don't have to. <laughs> I like them be like you can just plug in your headset and that's that. So um, let's see. Uh, return the Xbox One for the Switch. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> really, you should. If you have an Xbox One, you might as well just get a PC. And this really PC and Switch is a pretty solid combination. But, but there are a lot of exclusives on the PS4, like Spider Man, which looks awesome. Not to get Spider Man. Not a big God of War fan. I, I never really played a lot of God of War. I'll check out the new one. But I played one and two on the PS2, and then I fell out of it after that. The new one looks good, though. I like the yeah. new, it does. The new, the new one. one. Isn't very God of War y. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. It's in name, yes, but everything else doesn't look very... It feels like they're trying to achieve that cinematic experience uh, yeah. that I think they're trying to focus more on in action games to try to give people a story rather than a button mash. Or... I like the sound of that. That's why it's probably so interesting to me. It yeah. Looks better. Looks different. That's what I really want. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Atari box? I, I don't know. The Atari box is... Um, <laughs> the Atari box is being the Atari box right now. Uh, it's going to be such a piece of crap. I don't really know how they're going to... Philip, have you been following the Atari box? Um, Kind of. I mean, yeah. I just think it's a little ridiculous at this point. I think they're going about it the have wrong you way. some of the new information that came out in the past, what, week or two? Uh, where um, they have the pricing and everything? No, I didn't hear anything about the oh, pricing. Oh, oh, oh. oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's going to be an AMD processor. So I okay. was talking about that in the video prior, so I guess... It's gonna be. I kind of. I I, I kind of made a list of all the stuff specs that I think are gonna be in it. I was gonna to try to build it, just to see. But um. Okay. So, Atari box is going to be between two hundred fifty and three hundred dollars. Oh man. What are they- this is according to their CEO person or developer or whatever. Uh, and it's going to be fully uh, uh funded by the fans. It's gonna be crowdsourced. Crowdfunded on Indiegogo. Yeah, I heard it was on Indiegogo. I think that's ridiculous. Well. Um, did, yep. You didn't tell them the best part, though. What's that? It has That's real wood. It's yes. It has real wood. Is that yes. actual they, real wood? I wasn't sure. It's yes. actual real wood. They haven't shown you a single game or anything else, but they've told you how much it's going to be and the fact that it has real wood. They also told us that there's going to be like three different versions of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They're, doing, they're telling us and showing us everything that we don't really care about right now. We just want to see what kind of games it's going to play. You know, like what are what is it going to be working with? You know, how is it going to work exactly? But why why would they spit out the price first? Like, see, I think that throws off a lot of people. A lot of people right there are not interested anymore. Yeah. Just, you know, so very odd to do that because they said oh it's going to be the same price as the they, basically said, it's going to be the same price as the ps4 or even the xbox one um but it's not going to play any of the bigger games is what they said it'll play the the indie games but not like the big games but you're still spending the same amount of money um but it streams netflix <laughs> so who is this for you know like who is it for no no one (laughs) no one really knows it's for people like me who would want to because it's running on linux so i like i would like to get it and use it as like a mini computer to play around with it and stuff but i i make up one percent of the people who actually buy stuff (laughs) like my kind of people um it's not going to sell to a mom in the store like the the mainstream that makes up like 75% of the market. It's not selling to them. That market has been dormant for a long time since the Wii went away. Um, the PS4 is as close as possible to that um, demographic. But I think the PS4 is going to start slowing down soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's I I, I don't think it's going to get to 100 million. I think it's going to show up around 80 to 85 is where it's going to end. But that's pretty good. Anyway, I, I do think... Um, it's just there's just no one there who wants this thing. I I, I barely want it, <laughs> and it's like built for me. Like I more want it to open it up and check it out than anything else. Um, I didn't play the Starfront. I, I didn't play the. I'm sorry, Star Wars Battlefront. Um, two beta. I didn't play it. Um, I never. I never. I didn't actually get it. I don't think. I don't really pursue it much though, because I'll just get it when it comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know Max played it. Um, Phil, did you play it? No, but I heard it was good. I heard that they yeah. fixed a lot of the shooting issues and stuff like that. Yeah, Max yeah. did make a good video on it. You guys should check that out. Um, so I guess that's I guess that's about it. We end with the Atari box. Awesome. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> okay, let's go around here. Where can you Where can you find you? Uh, 
Sean? Uh, RGT85 on YouTube, Twitter, uh, writing on Nintendo Enthusiast, I'll say, here in the chat. Um, I will be, if any of you guys are going to um, Retro World Expo this upcoming next Saturday, um, I'll be there uh, all day Saturday. Got a panel with um, Wood from Beat 'em Ups at three, and then another panel for the Bits of Yesterday documentary, which is a documentary that I was a part of um, for retro game collecting and culture. Um, that's at six um, that same day. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. What about you, Philip? Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube right here. Just uh, go ahead and search Philip, F-I-L-I-P. Um, I'm actually working on a pretty big uh, video that I'm kind of pretty actually proud of. Um, I'm proud of all my videos, but this one in particular <laughs> um, is something that I'm, it's gonna, it's really special to me. So I hope you guys can check it out. It's gonna be up in the next day or two. Um, yeah, that's where cool. I'm in. Very yeah. good, very good. And then you, Evan? Well, I mean, hopefully I'll be doing a couple more videos for Spawnwave Media as my schedule starts to open up and not be so crappy. Uh, but. Let me just link in chat. You can find that name at Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, you can check out that channel or its partner channel, even though I don't really do stuff with them right now because I'm focusing on some other things. Um, cool. But yeah, hopefully You're doing Inktober, right? Yeah, doing Inktober. So my Instagram Easy and my Twitter Inktober. keep blowing up with all the stuff I'm working on. Good stuff, good stuff. And then, of course, you can find us here every Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then, of course, uh, weekdays, yeah, Newswave throughout the week, and then fun stuff on the weekend. Thanks, guys, for watching. Make sure you check out our Patreon page to get access to our Discord. We can ask questions, see behind-the-scenes stuff, all that, all that good stuff. And I guess that will do it for us here tonight. Thanks, guys, for tuning in with us, and we'll see you next week for more Spawncast.